Greetings and salutations, and welcome to Flintlocks and Fireballs, where a handful of mad actors will attempt to survive the turbulent waters of Dungeons and Dragons. I am your host and Dungeon Master, Jason Phelps, and I am joined, as ever, by Robbie, Tequila Sunrise Bellacom, Sam, yeah. Whiskey River Burns, and Ellie, Alcopop Alley, uh, <laughs> Sparrow. You suck. Alcopops. <laughs> You're much more hardened drinker than that. Thank you. I've got an Irish coffee right now. Go and fuck <laughs> yourself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> classic branding. Yes. Mm. Yes. <laughs> right, uh, right. It is episode 20. Holy shit. Hello. Yeah. yeah, we've now been doing wow. this for more than four months. Oh, you could now, if you wanted to, listeners, roll a d20 and decide on a random episode to listen to. Not oh, that anyone yes, would ever you do that absolutely do. for any reason, but it would be fun. I have rolled 12. You have to listen to 12. Those are the Which rules. Which is, uh, <laughs> from memory, I think that's Shadows and Scaremongers. I got 14. I can't remember which one that was. 14. I rolled five. I'm raising the gimp suit again. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 14 was, no, Forensics and Farsight was 13. 14 was the one where we had to, oh yeah, that was the one where, where, where we met Vera again. Oh yeah, yeah. Which is a long time ago Ages. now. Ages. Oh, Ages. A whole six Ages. weeks for us. Bloody hell, <laughs> mm. yeah. So, speaking of the passage of time, it's that special huh. time again, <laughs> where we ask future us, what messages have you from the present. Hello, it's future Jason with messages from the present. First of all, a quick word from this episode's sponsor, Libris Arcana. Libris Arcana offers monthly or quarterly dice subscriptions. Head over to librisarcana.com and for less than 12 US dollars, just under 9 quid, you will receive a set of 7 premium dice and 3 randomly selected bonus dice every month to sate the will of the die-hungry beast below. This month's set is Glitter Bomb Blue, but there are a number of other sets in the back catalogue, such as the selection of confectionery-themed dice available. To learn a little bit more about how these sweet-toothed polyhedrals are produced, I'm going to hand you over to Gautier Bonchance, the head die-caster over at the sugary wing of the Libris Arcana Dice Factory. Hello! Welcome to the Sugar Shack! We have all the best dice here, sweet and sour. Pay no attention to the short technicolor people, they are not slaves at all, they love their jobs. No, you can't ask them about their working conditions. Moving onwards past the river of dice. Our first set of dice is the lovely pink bubblegum set. As you know, bubblegum has to be chewed to be enjoyed. So all of our bubblegum dice sets come pre-chewed by the Onkadonkas. Observe how one Onkadonka holds another's mouth open, so a third can thrust the hot pre-dice mix into their jaws for mastication. Only the best here at the Sugar Shack. Next up we have the Golden Caramel. It takes years of training to mix the sugar in the caramel whirlpool just right and get that lovely golden color. Too slow and it all gums up. Do fast and you risk losing an Onkadonka to the churning vortex. Look, there goes one now! <laughs> To get just the right red for lollipop red, you need to harvest it from the reddest source we have. Now I know what you're thinking. Onkadonka blood, right? Of course not. Onkadonkas bleed peppermint. Trust me, I've tasted plenty. Instead, the Onkadonkas harvest the necessary red from the trampling gronk beast, who sheds the red coloring from their hair when they book. 
It is vital that none of the Onkadonkers are killed when trying to ride the bucking, trampling Gronk Beast. All their filthy peppermint blood get mixed up in the red coloring and ruins it. Then we have to start all over again. The sour candy dice are made from the tears of angry Onkadonkas. It is important that the Onkadonkas still have hope, however. If you crush that hope utterly, Onkadonka tears end up being bitter, and not the tasty sour we need for sour candy dice. That's why every now and again, one of them has to escape. Or at least seem to. And when that Onkadonka does escape, that's when they run into the very cherry bomb testing grounds. We need to make sure each very cherry bomb die packs that ultimate punch for your gaming experience. So we guarantee that each die has punched through at least one Onkadonka before it's shipped to you. Additionally, listen up for a spot from our friends over at Cheaper by the Dungeon during the break this episode. This week on Robbie Watch, Robbie is at the Wyvern Theatre in Swindon. Swindon, a Saxon name meaning Pig Hill, was disputed in its early history between the rival kingdoms of Wessex and Mercia, who both were apparently absolutely desperate for good pig country. The wyvern is a classic heraldic beast with a dragon's wings and head, a reptilian body, two legs, and a diamond or arrow-shaped tail. Within Dungeons & Dragons, it is considered a type of dragon, but lacks the draconic breath in exchange for a venomous barb at the end of its tail. It is also the heraldic beast of Wessex, which is most likely why the theatre in Swindon bears that crest. We will be guesting at a live show at the start of December. Our good friends over at Chaotic Adequate are doing a special live game at the Star of Kings pub in London, not far from Kings Cross Station, on the 5th of December at 7pm, for an evening of improvised swords and sorcery, relentless mucking about, and intermittent howling. Ellie, Sam and myself will be there playing some guest characters, Robbie sadly has a show and cannot attend, along with fellow adventurers from the Rusty Quill podcast and Adventurers Wanted. So if you're in London, please do come on round. Tickets are really quite cheap. And now, back to you, Past Jason, for what I'm sure will be a lighter note. Darkness. <laughs> Darkness. <laughs> Darkness. Anyway, that aside, uh, <laughs> it's possible that after 20 episodes of this, I'm starting to run out of inspiration. <laughs> My bard will be a D6. <laughs> if, a few levels, that actually goes up to a D8. I, I know, I'm well excited. Mm. It's quite soon, I think. Yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah it's actually a level 5 thing, it might be. Yeah, I think it's level 5. Oh, still, we are, but we are, but. I think something like 120 XP away from leveling. Something ridiculous like that, yeah. Speak <laughs> for yourself, I'm further. Oh. <laughs> Nevertheless. Scamp's a slow learner. Oh. <laughs> yes, but when they do, when they do. <laughs> it will be terrifying to behold. Uh, we, we're not quite in the in the third edition days of uh, linear fighters, geometric sorcerers, but we're not. But, but there's still something to be said for it. Uh, all right then. So, with that in mind, I think it's time for us to start flintlocks and fireballs. Our land stands on the saber's edge. Our cities are a powder keg. Brother chains, brother, no one's free. 
A life on land is short, you'll see. So gather your muskets, gather your spears, we'll plunder the shores of Cassinier. No kraken storm or spell we fear, so come and sail with us, my dear. Previously on Flintlocks and Fireballs, the party, after many adventures within the city of Crosswater, have finally gained the information they need on where to head next. After successfully dispatching the re- sorry, uh, successfully dispatching the McDougal gang uh, hmm. in a gunfight in a brewery, and delivering their leader and indeed the rest of them into the hands of the distinctive and downright horrifying sculptor. The party were given at last information as to the location of the Scarlet Wind, the pirate ship that Celestia has been tracking in an attempt to find the long-lost Leah. <clears throat> Having discovered that it was headed to none other than Werrick's Watch, a location familiar to Corzin for his own reasons, the party debated on whether to try and acquire or charter passage on a different ship headed out of Crosswater sooner, but eventually were able to persuade and fund Captain Brandy to speed up the repairs of the Charlie's Regret, enabling them to leave port a couple of days earlier. Nevertheless, it is just after midnight, uh, technically, on the second of falling leaves. The ship will not be first ready. First flurries, isn't it? Sorry, first flurries, wrong month. That was like falling leaves. Yeah. The it was falling month. leaves for ages, yeah, that's yeah. why. <laughs> the second that's of first so flurries. last month, man. <laughs> <laughs> the second of, four, uh, of first flurries. It will be two, a good two and a half days until, well actually slightly longer, until the ship is seaworthy once again. They're expecting to head out in the evening of the 4th of First Flurries. The three of you find yourselves leaving the, well potentially leaving, it's up to you, you could try and stay if you want, the rented uh, townhouse at which uh, Uncle V Captain Brandy and the various hostages due to be ransomed are staying. It is late. Do you have anything you want to do before retiring for the evening? Nope. <laughs> I might ask Brandy, actually. So, uh, who, if you don't mind me asking, who did you finally manage to get to ransom this lot? Hmm. Well, apparently, uh, she's uh, she, she's got some family in Orsiria, but they won't deal with directly. Instead, we're going to work through... Uh, there's someone in uh, Warwick's Watch that serves as an escrow. Uh, someone who's willing to uh, take care of the payment and then see them successfully, you know, and safely moved on to where they need to go in Orsiria. Don't ask too many questions with escrow people, and uh, the, that they respect your privacy in turn. That's the way I find it. Probably wise, yeah. Hmm. Still, though, I've 
Well, I've not worked with this particular uh, fellow before, uh, but it's something I'm you know, willing to uh, willing to deal with. After all, there's a good three thousand in it for us. <laughs> nice. Mm. And that'll be a very welcome addition to the uh, to the kitty. Especially with the war looking to be on its at its end soon, I think we'll have to go back to honest sailing at this rate. Perish the thought. Hmm. Well, hopefully, if we can, uh, if our luck holds true, and the Scarlet Wind is indeed there, that might open up a whole new avenue of opportunity for us. Maybe, but it's not one I'll be captaining. I suppose it'll be finally time to give Vega promotion. <laughs> Mind you, I'm half, I've half a mind to retire after this. I've made a fair, fair few bob in my time. Might, might end up giving the uh, regret over to Vega. Are you sure about that, Captain? The uh, the regret wouldn't be the same without you. Mm. Truth be told, I'm a bit older than I look, and I have put a certain amount away. I'd like, I'd prefer to have a little bit more, but. I don't know. Maybe it's time I bought that house in the country. <laughs> somewhere somewhere with a cliff where I can look out at the sea. That'd be nice. Live in comfort for the rest of my life. Maybe I could finally find a wife. Not too many women are uh, willing to ride with you into uh, sail with you into danger. <laughs> Not respectable ones anyway. <laughs> I'm sure there's somebody out there for you, yeah. but, um, well, let's just hope that, uh, if we do run into the, uh, uh, the ship we're looking for, then let's hope its hold is still full. Hmm, well, let's hope they've got something other than slaves, because, uh, if we find any, we'll free them, but, uh, I'd really hope for something I can actually sell. <laughs> Absolutely. Anyhow, that's enough uh, chatter for tonight. I need to have a few more drinks and pass out. <laughs> right, you are, sir. You all and, got uh, place to say. And salutes and leaves. <laughs> Having a few drinks and passing out is instantly what Celestia is doing right now. Gives you a salute <laughs> back. Okay, uh, where do you head back to pass out at? Is there rooms here? I mean, there's there are some rooms in the uh, like there's there's maybe a room that they could make available for you here at the uh, at the townhouse, or of course there's the brass lantern, there's the Gramanis. Should we go to the Gramanis? I think yeah. the Gramanis probably is the easiest one. If we've got a couple of days to kill, there's a job we can do to fill it. Yeah, I mean, go on. I'll be honest, I'd either like to be drunk or busy for that, so uh, that works nicely. Yeah, this yeah. is good. You head back to the Grimani's, slightly, still slightly on edge in the darkness, um, partly from the news you've received and partly just from the learned behaviour of, uh, of night being an extremely dangerous time in Crosswater for several days. <laughs> the fact of the matter was it was only several days, but even so. It feels like a fucking long time though, doesn't it? It does. Right, I guess we go off to yeah, bed. You head off, and the snow is still falling through the night. 
and you make your way up to the, the room with the bedrolls laid out and you catch some much needed rest. Celestia would like to wake up aggressively early in the morning and do secret things. <laughs> with that in mind, Corson Scamp, you sleep well enough. You don't really remember much of your dreams, those that happen. Celestia, um, have you smoked any opium before bed? Or are you... Uh, no, okay, I didn't say I did. Your, your dreams are normal, which is to say unpleasant. Yeah, I don't have any points of addiction yet, so no. I would get a rest. It seems that whatever, whatever grace you were earned from uh, dispatching the nightmare has passed. But it does mean that you are able to awaken in the pre-dawn light mm-hmm. getting yourself up okay i would like to um buy a bag of sweets a really big one well one thing first okay you read it you head out of the gramani compound and into the streets the snow has stopped but a thick layer of white covers the streets and there is that there is that lovely calm that you get just before the city wakes, uh, where the sound has been dampened by how much snow there is everywhere. Oh, lovely. I tramp around very excitedly hearing the noise that the snow makes for a while. <laughs> and spend ages making footprints and being weird to myself. <laughs> mm. And then I go and buy a huge bag of sweets, um, a big bottle of rum... Um, and also two cakes. One, like, bright pink sugar-iced cake, and one, um, one chocolate cake. <laughs> and a dark brown, rough-looking one. And, um, I go back to the Gramanis with them. Well, first of all, you head out to Judgment Square Market and repeatedly ram on, uh, smack on the door of a baker <laughs> until he is willing to serve you. As you have, as you have risen... I mean, you, he will at least be the awake. Baker, the it bakers are up. Awake. Bakers yeah. are up. Because they're bakers. And they do start before everyone else does. Uh, but the shaggy-haired, long-bearded halfling that comes to the door doesn't look pleased, entirely <laughs> pleased about the early custom. What is it you want? Um, I'm wanting to buy two cakes, darling. Fine. Come in! And he, Great. And uh, at your... There's a, a little bit of discussion, but he does in fact have uh, cakes that, at the very least, he's willing to uh, dress up to your standards. Fantastic. Uh, although chocolate is expensive. Uh, it's okay. So, so <laughs> with the brandy, uh, sorry, with the rum that you get from rum and bag of sweets, yeah, you get with the rum, the sweets that you get from the early morning vendors, and the cakes, uh, you end up spending in the region of about thirty gold pieces. Fucking hell! I still do it. Fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah No, you're gonna go full chocolate. These are yeah, these are expensive purchases, but you do get all of them. Mm-hmm. Okay, then I go back to the Gramanis and. Um, I mean, like how how deserted okay, is it? Sorry, that's thirty is a bit much given the economy. It's going to say for cake. Yeah, no, it's a five, one, 
Okay, sorry, no. You spend... Tw- uh, you spend... Uh, you, you spend actually about 14. 14. So, yeah. You get the feeling you are being a little jacked for price by the, t- by the early hour. By the tired baker, yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, I go back to the Grimani's hmm. and I spend a few minutes making, taking piles of snow inside their little garden and um, I make a little snow scamp and a little snow causing. And um, I get some plates out of the Grimani's kitchen and I put the cakes in front of them and I put the bag of sweets by Scamps and I put the bottle of rum by Causins and um, then I sit in the kitchen and wait for them to wake up. <laughs> Give me a dexterity check, please. What was that? Give me a dexterity check. <laughs> to see how shit my snowmen are. How exciting. <laughs> oh, they're pretty good, you know. Um, that would be a 20 dirty. <laughs> you know... Given that you've not really built Snowfolk before, um, you do an appreciable likeness of both of them mm. to, to scale as well. Excellent. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah, like, you know, they are, like, you know, don't get me wrong, they've got kind of bulbous snowman features, uh, but they are very recognisably... Recognisably and scam. <laughs> so, you sit down... Make um, coffee, chill out for yep. a bit. <laughs> yeah, you've got some coffee left over, so you boil some water, grind up the, the beans and have a sip of coffee while you wait. Scamp. Please roll me a D100. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, um, I haven't forgotten goody. about that. I have. Um, <laughs> uh, 68. 68. We've had 68, yeah, I feel like I've rolled a lot of 60s. You have mm. rolled on that a like lot. Like an awful lot, it's weird. I'm almost... You know what? I've been waiting for some time to do this because there is a, there is one entry on the Wild Magic table that I always wished existed, which I thought it did, but it turns out it doesn't. And because we've had that so many times, I'm going to make this happen instead. Please yeah. roll me another 1d100. That's worrying. Oh, I just realised what it is because we've yeah. talked about it. Oh no, <laughs> eleven. You're woken up. You calls in and scam. You both hear <coughs> sounds, and you wake up to find there are eleven geese in the bedroom. <laughs> it's so good. I didn't actually roll an eleven on the normal table. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, that's a bad one, isn't it? Oh, no, it? that's all right. That's a height change. I thought it was an age change. Uh, uh, kind of a height change. Um, that could be fun. Actually. Yeah, but no, no. Oh, well. There are... Geese. I'm glad you didn't roll above, say, a 30 on that check, <laughs> though, because... Uh, yeah. Yeah, 1D100 te- te- geese. geese. <laughs> that's a lot of geese. <laughs> They're, uh, they seem to be su- surprisingly geese. calm, given, given the situation, but... Yeah. Do I hear this? No. Ooh, give me a perception downstairs. check. I mean, my perception's terrible, so I imagine not. Are we in the same room? You are in the same oh, room. Maybe I do actually. That's an eighteen. Okay, I turn around. You just and, you uh, just hear. To get my rifle out and go. Oh, it's not my rifle. I'm gonna get my flintlock out and go upstairs. Like. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I made some geese. <laughs> open the door. What? What the fuck? Uh, apparently, Scamp made some geese. What? What? <laughs> the fuck? Scamp, why did you make geese? Did you do did this you on purpose? purpose? 
I don't, I mean, The geese none. are becoming agitated by the raised voices. I mean, do the Grimaldis want right, some right. geese? Like, is this a thing that's right. useful? Okay, Corson sort of rubs his eyes like, all right, okay. I'm going to attempt to pat a geese on the head. A goo- uh, geese? A goose on the head. Give me an animal <laughs> handling check, please. <laughs> this will go well. You can see yeah. up in the top, in the t- like up in the corner of the room, like clinging to the top of the uh, 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 of the window pane, slightly freaked out, is uh, is your monkey. <laughs> it's all right, Jeffrey. It's okay. We've named the monkey Jeffrey. When did it's this a lovely happen? name? <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey the monkey. That it was is. a sixteen for animal handling. You pat the goose gently on the head. Dis- un- in a very ungoose-like fashion, it does not immediately attack you. <laughs> Should I shoot uh, them? Like, what? What do we do in this no. situation? I mean, for dinner, they might just vanish. Sometimes things just vanish. Should we just close the door and leave them and see what happens? Oh <laughs> no, 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 you can't idea. do that. There'll be crap all over the place before too long. There is already some crap all over the place. We should get the geese out of here. Yeah, okay. we've got to get these outside at least. I well, mean, Jesus, that thing, that thing could pick my eyes out. All right, well, leave the geese for a minute, okay? Come downstairs. We'll, we'll talk the geese out in a sec. You, Promise. <laughs> you awkwardly sidle out of the room and cl- and uh, Jeffrey le- uh, leaps down onto your shoulder, Scamp, as you <laughs> close the door behind, sealing the 11 geese in the room. <laughs> as you're going, Corson just mutters, Regent, damn it, why geese? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, they're probably, like... Maybe as big as you, aren't they? Yes, <laughs> to wake he up just said you. they could peck his eyes out. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll sort the geese out in you know five minutes. Come here, come here, come here. I take them out to the garden, and um, I say, so the fairies were very, very angry that neither of you got a proper birthday. Uh, so I tried to stop them, but they've uh, they've done something about it. Naughty, horrible fairies. And I gesture to the um, snowman and the cakes and shit. <laughs> Do I even need to roll an insight check? <laughs> I don't think you do. I don't think I'm being deceptive properly. <laughs> Let's be honest. I'm not rolling a deception check. <laughs> okay. Right. Um, Corzin um. look, looks around. At the the spread in front of him, and he looks back at Celestia and just very earnestly says, "You did this." No, the fairies, the fairies did it. Obviously, <laughs> don't be silly. You should listen better. No, come on now. Take take credit where it's due. You did this, and you didn't have to and thank you. Are you getting emotional down there, Corzin? <laughs> Are you having feelings? Did I make you have feelings? <laughs> you make me have a lot of feelings. <laughs> but no, honestly, you did this and you didn't have to. I thank you. Well, I realised that neither of you had had proper birthdays and I quite like the both of you, so Corzen, yours was on the 15th, but we didn't celebrate it, so this is your pseudo-birthday for this year. Scamp, would you like this to be your birthday forever because you said you didn't have one? Um, what day is it? Second of first flurries. No. You can pick a different one if you'd like. 
Yes. When would you and like Then it to I be? get two in a row. <laughs> okay. Tomorrow. Do I get more <laughs> presents if it's tomorrow? <laughs> if you're very, very nice today, perhaps. Maybe I'll have... I'll think about it. Okay, well, maybe you can I'll have your birthday that. from the fairies today, and okay. then maybe it could be your other birthday tomorrow. That can be all the other ones that I missed. Yes, that only seems fair that you get two, because you missed a lot. Probably. Makes sense, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I sort of squeeze them both by the shoulders for a second, just go, happy birthday, the pair of you. Thank you. Thank you. And um, causing beckons to uh, uh, to Celestia uh, for, uh, for a moment, and then uh, lowers his voice uh, just so that Scamp can't hear for the moment and says I really do appreciate what you've done here but I get the distinct impression that when you say that nobody should have shit birthdays you're speaking from experience so I think you should join us for this and we should do something special for you. Mine's not till the 15th, falling snow. Yeah, not far off then, but... I mean, would I be prying if I asked what you generally do? Oh, um, uh, I'm speaking in volume again now. <laughs> generally we go to church and something horribly grisly happens in front of us and then we have, like, a shit, stuffy dinner with a room full of people we don't like and everybody is horrible and it's all very you know drab yes and it's just all about making you sort of social influence friends and not actually ever talking to anyone you really like and it's just all fucking pomp and ceremony usually you have to do something sort of embarrassing in front of everybody that shows you up and it's just bullshit <laughs> how would you choose to spend it if you could Probably. is that the first time someone's asked you that yeah well a question I think that deserves an answer have a think Scamp has eaten the whole cake Already, <laughs> fucking Stamp, hell! Make a constitution save. <laughs> oh god! Natural twenty. Oh wow! You keep it all down. Actually, compared to some of the glut, sugar gluts you've had lately, this has gone really well. Sestia, yeah. thinks for a moment and then says, "Honestly, this isn't a wild, wildly dramatic answer coming from me, but I'd probably just." get a bit drunk with people I like and eat too much (laughs) then you know talk to people I'm bothered about well if that hasn't happened yet then hopefully we can go somewhere into making that happen maybe some songs at some point (laughs) yeah you're good at that thanks Scamp is now eyeing up the other cake (laughs) (laughs) Um, cause, actually, I'm going to roll a perception check to see if Cause <laughs> notices this. 
Natural 20. And he goes, and you can keep your hands off that. <laughs> You'll get a slice later. Have you but... eaten all of that already? No. <laughs> I'm imagining there's the fairies. Just, there's a bits around their mouth. Cake all around Scamp's mouth. Now, be honest here. Did the fairies take your cake? Because I shall be having words. <laughs> the fairies definitely oh. took my cake. Fairies! Get over here. I've got to talk to you. They're not listening. They've fucked off. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I told them not to eat your cake, okay. but they didn't the listen. Fairies are not listening. <laughs> oh shit! Oh. <laughs> no! <laughs> oh. I don't know how to cope with that. <laughs> well, cake for breakfast then. Decide what we're doing. I haven't had cake for breakfast in oh, too long. Well, it's your I'm, fucking uh, pseudo birthday, so have cake for breakfast. I ate for did. breakfast yesterday. <laughs> Out <What>? of character. <laughs> In real life. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Sounds like a great day. <laughs> Good for you. Your sugar com- consumption is nothing short of legendary, Robbie. It's a problem. <laughs> yeah, Robbie and Scamp do have this in common. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> like, if Scamp okay. was alive now, they would like blue food as much as you do. <laughs> like, definitely. Blue is the best colour for things. Mm. <laughs> so what are we going All to right. do today, then? I'm causing stuff. Burn a warehouse cu- down. Cutting the cake <laughs> into um, segments. And uh, hands uh, hands to one to Celestia, one to uh, Scamp. Oh. I already ate all of mine. <laughs> So I mean, the, said, fairies the fairies did it. Did it. <laughs> Scandal. So Celestia shoving cake in her face. <laughs> you can have some sweets. Nah, you can eat those. That's all right. You enjoy. Hopefully, they'll Thank last you, you know, half a day or whatever. <laughs> Corson is going to spend a brief moment standing next to his snowmade counterpart <laughs> and attempting to uh, to mimic the pose. <laughs> Give me a like, performance check. What, what kind of... What, what <laughs> is he doing with his arms? I don't even... Okay, yeah. He's being you. You do that gesture all the time. Are you... Is it accurate with the height or has she made it slightly too short or slightly too tall? Uh, with that uh, dirty 20, it's actually very accurate. Shame. <laughs> okay, it would be so funny if it was taller. Corson has just rolled his first uh, performance check of the campaign. Way! Uh, and <laughs> 20 episodes three. in. A three! Three! <laughs> yes. Cosm is trying to mimic the pose, but you know, although this 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 uh, although this snowman is impeccably made, it's it's doing pose. It's doing a pose that doesn't really come naturally to the halfling body. Like the arms are in slightly weird positions, and yeah, I'm imagining it sort of has this slightly kind of I'm a big Superman superhero kind of uh, pose, and Cosm sort of. <laughs> Doing like he he doesn't know where to put his fists. Like, is it above his hips? Is it below? Is it like <laughs> one slightly forward, one slightly back? They're kind of bowed weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> Celestia looks at him and goes, "Good God, which one's the snow causing? I can't tell." <laughs> <laughs> it's all right, all right. Get it out. <laughs> and um, uh, he. He takes his hat and puts it on top of the uh, the, the the snow causing for a moment. Well, no, really cute. 
Right. We should sort these geese out. Yeah, that's it. We Actually, really at this point, the, the door out. opens and, and you see uh, just you see justice emerge. <clears throat> good morning. <laughs> it's good to see you all. Good to see you too. Why is your room full of geese? Um, I wish I knew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't, don't really have a good excuse for that. Would you like some cake? Cake for breakfast. It's Would everybody's like birthdays. eleven geese? <laughs> um, I suppose yes to the first one and maybe yes to the second one. <laughs> I could shoot them all for you if you'd like. It's fine. I've butchered animals before. Okay, do you, we can take them outside if you want. Uh, oh, do you want to? Do you want to keep the geese? You can't keep eleven geese. <laughs> We could take them to market and sell them. We don't know that they won't disappear after a, what appears to be a randomly allotted amount of time. <laughs> well, all right. I mean, give it an hour. That's usually how long. I mean, how long did the uh, the freaking unicorns hang around? Only a minute. <laughs> like, yeah, I lost my hair for a whole day. <laughs> that did happen. Uh, causing sort of uh, rubs his forehead a little bit. Well, I mean... And I still can't drink properly. We do need to get you into a drinking competition. That's very important. That's one. That is something we are going to have to. uh, I mean, I think it's it's only morally um, right that we get that we take full advantage of this while it lasts. (laughs) Mm. And also, as I say, I do need to be drunk or busy until we leave. Otherwise, I'm just going to go mad. So um, let's let's do that. But we've got a warehouse to sort out first. Oh, we could do that in the afternoon and get you into a drinking competition and earn loads of money in the evening. All right. So this warehouse, then. Refresh my memory. Well, I believe that is something that uh, Chase is taking care of. Uh, Probably she had the mind to do that in the evening, on account of it's more difficult for her to move around during the day. Afternoon drinking competition. (laughs) Perhaps. Speaking of which, and uh, causing, like, uncorks the uh, uh, the bottle of rum, just um, pulls out a uh, a tiny little bit, um, and um, actually, yeah, well, that's what he's gonna do. He's gonna uh, get a, a tiny little bit of um, uh, a, a snow, ball it up, pour uh, pour the rum into it, and then have like a, a rum sickle. <laughs> like a rum slushy. That sounds amazing. That yeah. sounds amazing. Mm, <laughs> let's do that at some point in real life. I don't know mm. how, but let's do it. <laughs> hey, I, I can't un- understand why I never tried this before. This is amazing. And the, this, do you have a, like a a, a a glass or something? This this would be. There's something in this. <laughs> Maybe that's how you'll make your fortune. Rum Ooh. snow drinks. We need better there's, names than that. <laughs> there's uh, a number of things I've got to do before I uh, start considering a second career. <laughs> or, well, I suppose it's third now. <laughs> yeah. Mm. No, um, well, I will. we can see about tying up these geese if you want to sell them. And um, I would say come back in the evening for the warehouse job. Perhaps by then... Uh, uh, courage will have returned, and you'll be able he'll be able to help you out with it. Hmm. Okay. Is there any bigger I could have saddled one up and rode it into town? 
In the meantime. I mean, maybe you could train one of them. If you, you've had a lot of cake, I was about to cook up uh, breakfast anyway. Would you like some of that as well? And then... Yeah, go on then. Why not? All right. So... I've yeah. had a lot of cake. <coughs> Can I have someone make an animal handling check to coral the geese, please? I'm not I sure that should be me. <laughs> I mean, my animal handling is not great for being a ranger, Mine's but... zero, so... <laughs> <laughs> Natural one. Than ours, but you're a halfling. Actually, that's true. Yes, you are a half. Right. Okay, lucky Let's feet. Stay away from remembering now. It's exciting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that's much better. That's a 19. It takes a certain amount of running around with hoops of rope and just a lot of... But get, get, get in there, you <laughs> bastards. Go on. With the aid of everyone, you manage to get... All eleven geese corals tied, <laughs> uh, tied up by the uh, tied up so that you can lead them by the neck and eventually out of the uh, and then after a, after a cooked breakfast which you all have you lead them out of the market uh, sorry out out of the, the the warehouses and off to market in fact uh, shit, which would be the cattle market <laughs> which would be the livestock market in this town. Uh, actually, yeah, the, the, the livestock market, uh, oh, what a minute, uh, is actually primarily outside of the city walls. Uh, so you actually, so you, you take a short trip out to a farmer's market, to, to, the, to, the, to the more rough and ready impromptu markets in the suburbs that surround uh, the walls of Crosswater. Uh, and I'm just going to ask for a persuasion check from anyone for negotiating a price for these geese. Maybe me, yeah. frankly. Okay. Yeah, pers- yeah, persuasion. Yep. Uh, 21. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, you get quite a good price out of them. Uh, you managed to get a total of... After a lot of a certain amount of furious haggling and, uh, and a certain and, amount of no, these are magical geese. My friend made them appear just this morning. They've got magical properties. Okay, I'm going to ask you for a deception check. That's not deceptive. That happened. <laughs> the magical properties bit might. Okay, yeah, be. no fair. <laughs> Sorry if I ruined the price of the geese, but I thought I thought it was funny. <laughs> oh, another twenty-one. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> You get 12 gold pieces. Uh, yes. Considering that a goat is worth a gold piece. Uh, yeah, that's... You know, they probably think it lay, they all lay golden eggs or something. Yeah. So, like, four each, yeah? Cool. Yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> it's almost the price of, of the exorbitantly priced cakes. Nearly. <laughs> <laughs> worth it. Yeah. Um, so, yes, you, you managed to sell the geese. I wanted to Months go shopping. Late. Actually, no, sorry. Oh, dear. <laughs> Three days later. <sighs> all right, then. So, uh, all right, bring in that, that herd of grease. We might as well start the slaughter in. Oh, okay. Okay, Arnold. Uh, he's coming here, coming in here. Right, lay its neck out there. Right, uh, so we've got the... All right, get your cleaver. Now, you want to keep holding the goose down... And then you just, we can just do this with a single chop. And if you chop, oh boy, the reason! Ah! What the bloody blazes? Is that gold? They're bleeding gold! Yes! <laughs> Love it. 
Meanwhile, back in the second of uh, <laughs> on the second of first flurries, I love it. You step love away. So you step away, clapping your hands. I told you I didn't need a deception check. Satisfied <laughs> with your with your sale of eleven magical geese. Um, I needed to buy stuff in the university. What was that? Uh, <laughs> I just you, remember. You were looking oh, I for yeah books. Okay. copy into my book so yeah uh, <laughs> and with that in mind you do head over towards the uh, uh, the pardon me, towards the university district it's uh, earlier in the morning and there are you know a number of students wandering building to building attending different lectures heading towards the uh, 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 the, the library how do you approach trying to uh, purchase some textbooks from them or however yeah. it might be is there is there like a, just this shop like some unis have a shop where you buy books from uh, is that an, not make an investigation check oh dear ooh 16 okay uh, <clears throat> yes uh, there is actually a small bookshop attached to the university library uh where it seems that they do yeah they the the university printing press uh does actually produce uh entry level textbooks uh for new students uh a lot of they're on quite a wide variety of subjects but uh and this is a teaching university which does have a large a, a large magical uh, uh syllabus attached to it uh so as you enter the uh, bookshop there is a uh, human man uh, in, he seems to be, uh, he's wearing a simple uh, white uh, shirt, grey uh, vest, uh, and has, uh, has quite weirdly oil slicked black hair like he's trying to pomade it yeah. and you can actually smell mm. pomade from the other mm. side of the like room slightly greasy smell yeah yeah oh, yuck yeah it's just this awfully awfully heavily pomaded uh, black hair uh, <laughs> uh, but he seems he, he, you know judging from the slight swagger uh, to the way he's shifting his head around you get the feeling either he's convinced this is a great look for him or he's just bought the pomade and is trying it out <laughs> okay <clears throat> hello I would like to buy a magic please <laughs> <laughs> he peers down at the, uh, uh, the, the the dwarf in front of him you you would like to uh, you're looking for a uh, uh, magical uh, textbooks I want to write the spells in my book and then cast them whenever I want uh, uh, he seems a little confused by this uh, are you a student of this uh, university yes <laughs> uh, very well uh, um, it's a little bit late for the year um, I would have thought it wait a minute uh, which uh, classes are you, are you enrolled in magic ones <laughs> make a deception check with disadvantage oh dear Celestia unfortunately knows no way of helping you oh no that's um, that's a nine <coughs> he folds his arms 
So you are here for the magic classes? No, just books. I regret to say that uh, um, we, we do only sell uh, books to accredited students here. Uh, uh, do you have perhaps uh, your papers? So I can uh, check uh, which classes you are here for. No. Well then, unless you can uh, produce some papers, I cannot sell you any books, uh, good said dwarf. Is there anywhere else that sells books? Uh, <laughs> I mean, there are bookshops, but if you are looking for if you are looking for magical textbooks, then uh, no. Unless short of finding someone who has a second-hand version, uh, I would say this is the best place if you are looking for textbooks on magical law. But uh, again, we are we are only selling to uh, accredited students. Okay. If I could buy books, what would the book be that I would want? <laughs> Make a persuasion check. <laughs> oh, come on! Seven. Ah, oh, shit. <laughs> Those two are going away. They've rolled twos and threes. I'm afraid I really could not help you with that. He's looking okay. at... He's, he's looking very suspiciously at you. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, yeah. Goodbye. That I'm assuming we were working. We were waiting just outside the door. Yeah. 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 Um, I could distract him, and you could try and nick one. No. Maybe we should. He said that only students could buy them. We could pay a student to do it, or buy one second hand. Hmm. Did we know anyone who would have one that they're willing to part with? And we only know one person at this university, and she never wants to see us again. So, um, well, there on, must be students on. around. There, are, there are actually a number of students all over the place. Do any of them look poor? Um, make an <laughs> insight check. <laughs> um, insights twelve. I mean, all of them look reasonably well off. You are aware that, uh, and you are aware that it does cost quite a lot of money to go to university. Right. Fuck it. Hang on. Wait a second. Wait, 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 wait. Didn't Butty say that he knew somebody at the university? True, but I, I have a considerably quicker way we could do this. What had you in mind? I go up to a student who is on their own. Okay, you find a random student. I cast Charm Person. <laughs> oh. Okay, so uh, they blink, uh, and it's a uh, blonde-haired yeah, human. Wisdom save. Uh, human woman. <clears throat> oh, uh, yes, c c can I help you? Do I know if it's worked or not? Uh, they seem a little... Uh, they smile upon seeing you. They could just be genial. Hello, darling. Um, My friend sadly lost... Um, their textbooks, but they they can't find their papers to prove they're a student, so the librarian won't sell them any. <laughs> don't suppose you'd mind. <laughs> you don't need papers to prove you're a student at the library. He said we did. Um, I think he was just he just didn't want to sell you a book then. What a 
a silly man. Well, clearly he's taken a disliking to my friend. Would you I mean, mind? you're not supposed to sell. Stu- I mean, you know, if, if they're a student, there are registration papers. But really, by now, you know, most of the most of the library uh, booksellers just know people by sight. That must have been some sort of ridiculous mix-up then, mustn't it? Oh yes, obviously. Yeah. Um, <laughs> would you mind buying a couple of couple of spell books for them if we give you money? Oh. um... Okay, yeah, Just because sure. they really do need to get their studying done. And, uh, you know, yeah, so... Mix uh, up, obviously. Oh, spellbook. Oh, they're on the magical courses, are they? Yes, yes, they are. Oh, okay. I, 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 I'm, uh, stu- uh, I, I'm actually studying for the priesthood myself. Uh, oh, right. But, uh, but I'd, I'd be happy to. If you do, do you know what the spellbooks they need are? S- scamp? <laughs> um, the ones that have spells that I can cast without... Like, as much as you like. Oh, um, I'll a check know what for it's her. Oh, uh, it's not really my field of study, but I suppose I could ask. Um, um, any, any particular vibe of spell you fancy, my darling? I don't know any spells. Um, ones that don't cost you a lot, a lot to cast, sort of simple ones. Oh, um, well, these ones you should be able to do as much as you like, but only because you do them from a book. Okay. Would Corzin um, know what the technical term for that? Would Celestia actually, in check. all seriousness? Yeah, Celestia does Celestia do Celestia magic. Either of you can make an arcana check here. <clears throat> oh, no. <laughs> Five. Uh, Seventeen. Okay. Corzin, you've heard ship's majors talking before uh, to each other. Because uh, uh, you know, on the time... Uh, you've... I think that Charlie's Regret is possibly the first ship you've actually served as an officer on, uh, but you've certainly overheard officers talking in the officers' mess, uh, and you have worked on ships that have had ships majors before. Um, and yeah, there, this is there there is a specific type of spell known as a ritual spell, uh, which are desi- uh, which is designed to be cast over a long time to conserve energy rather than being quickly cast. Uh, so yeah, it seems like you'd probably be looking for some sort of ritual spell book or something like that. All right. It would probably be something uh, of a ritual nature, wouldn't it? Oh. Um, I mean, this is not my so. uh, particular area of expertise, but um, that's I the word we were both thinking of, wasn't it, Scamp? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> ritual. Okay, well, um, I can certainly go and ask. Yeah, if we give you a few gold pieces, um, just, uh, you know. Okay, I mean, these the, these things can be pretty expensive, but uh, I'll see I've got lots of money. Okay, um, well, I'll, I'll, I'll certainly How go and ask. How many gold do you think you'd need? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, uh, I, I, my, you know, I usually buy books for uh, on theology and uh, investigative philosophy, but... Uh, oh, right. Um, give her 50 and ask for a change. Yeah, I'd maybe do that, darling. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your help. You know, such an annoying mix-up. Oh, no, 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 not a problem. I'll uh, just pop in there and do that for you. Uh, do excuse me a moment. And you see her wander in and you hear a short conversation. <laughs> I was to the other day this could go very badly, so be prepared to run. <laughs> ah, good morning. Well, what is he doing after? Oh, uh, I was wondering if I could pick up... Um, I think it's introductory ritual spells. It's for a student on the magical course. Ah, you're looking for Kaczynski's uh, introductory rituals. Uh, give me a moment, I'll see what we've got. 
and you hear a certain amount of uh, faffing around uh, as they are attempting to acquire uh, as they uh, as the bookseller is uh, reaching through different shelves let me see no, no, okay, we've already sold through most of those. Uh, really, they should have come in the start of the academic year, but let us see what we have uh, in stock. Uh, mm, ah, yes. Uh, ah, Kaczynski's uh, introductory uh, spells for ritual casting. Uh, <laughs> ah, yes, yeah, we are going, so that's... Uh, would be on that standard price list, and uh, if I can see down this, uh, one moment. <laughs> Jason is frantically <laughs> leafing through the uh, the DM guide. That's what's happening. <laughs> Jason is. I have a list of ritual spells. If that is helpful. Jason is trying to find the ritual spell, uh, uh, the, the ritual spell list on his phone, and uh, it does not. Uh, and really, apparently, someone just hates the idea of uh, it working on my on my phone. So. Okay, so I think I have all of the ritual spells uh, for wizards specifically here. Uh, At some point, I'll send the entire list over that I've got. Yeah, yeah, I've got, I've got a list. I'm just trying quickly making sure which ones aren't wizard ones. After a few moments of searching, the bookseller uh, returns with the book. Ah, yes, here we go. Zorian's, uh, Kaczynski's uh, introductory rituals for... Uh, let us see. Mm. I'm afraid that uh, 50 crowns is not quite going to cut this one. Um, but uh, I can make this available to you. Uh, as, do you know if they, are, if they have a signed uh, script for a military bursary? Uh, no, I don't think they are on a military bursary. Ah, then I'm afraid I shall have to charge the full price of uh, 200 uh, gold crowns. Shit. <laughs> uh, right, well, I'll, uh, I'll go get the uh, rest of the money if you don't mind waiting. Ah, that is no problem. Uh, and the uh, lady returns a short or a, a, a few seconds later. Oh, hello. Uh, looks like it's... 50 isn't quite enough. Uh, it's uh, 200 uh, for the uh, full text. Ouch. Yeah. I, I mean, we do still have that, that jewellery to sell. Hmm. I suppose. I mean, Got about 150 have... each in jewellery, I think it was. That's a lot. I mean, it's it's your money scam. I'm not going to stop you, but... Jeez. Do we know what's in the book? <laughs> Oh, I, well, I can go ask. Uh, and indeed, uh, she pops going, back they're in. They're going to get super suspicious. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry. Uh, do, do, can you, um, do, do you know what the contents are of this? Oh, let me, if I just check the... Uh, oh, yes. Uh, so according to the index, this contains uh, full instructions uh, for uh, the basic uh, spell for alarming an area. Uh, Ah, yes, a useful uh, early observation practice. Uh, there's one for detecting the presence or absence of uh, magical forces. Uh, there is one for attempting to identify the... Uh, ah, yes, some of the uh, magical auras around an object and uh, attempting to discern what, uh, what they do. Uh, there is one here for... Yeah, weirdly enough, this appears to be writing prank messages of some sort. 
Uh, ounce is uh, one for carrying heavy loads. Uh, so yeah, it uh, is. Uh, yes, it uh, certainly appears to be quite a uh, uh, quite an in-depth uh, book. Um, uh, I do notice. Ah, yes, there is quite a mark up on this. Apparently, uh, it's part of. Uh, there's a certain amount that uh, goes into the royalties and tax and such. But uh, and of course, there it does contain certain. Um, a uh, certain a small amount of uh, useful components for aiding with the casting of the spells uh, although they does say for one of those you need to find your own focus uh, apparently for the identification spell but yes and that's what it contains thank you uh, she comes out and relays this information to you oh, I can do one of those Sounds like it's very um, useful stuff, though. But I mean, if you're sure you can... Uh, you can... Rituals in there. I mean, darling, I can lend you money until after we sell the jewellery, if you want. Well, I've got enough. Um... It's up to you, then. I don't need one of them. I can't just tear that out and pay less, can we? <laughs> <laughs> no, Probably I don't think that's how this works. No. Um, <laughs> I guess sod it. We'll try it. I've got money. Here is lots of money. She uh, gives you money back until she's got the appropriate 200. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. I'll uh, go get that for you then. Thank you, darling. She pops in. Okay, here's the uh, money. Oh, here you go, son. Enjoy. And uh, the bookseller passes over a not actually that thick tome, all said and done. Uh, it is very nicely bound, uh, but uh, when you uh, when she eventually passes it to you, you can see that uh, it is quite densely filled, mostly with writing, but also with a number of uh, uh, with quite a large amount of diagrams as well. Uh, this might take oh, you a little dear. while to process and possibly have some aid reading it um, but you know there are, there, there are if you want to take a short rest at some point to skim over it and get a feeling of what you're going to need for a lot of this this will help uh, there are all it does also come with a small box attached to the bottom of it uh, with a few curious objects included uh, you can see there is a there appears to be a small silver bell attached to a long uh, to a long coil of wire um, of some sort of silvery metal. You don't know whether it's silver or perhaps one of those other metals that uh, wisdom, uh, wisdom has mentioned previously. Uh, there is also uh, a. Uh, Okay, that doesn't require one. Uh, there is also a small pot of ink, uh, only, and it is a very small pot, uh, containing what appears to be just ordinary black ink, but you do notice uh, that there is a label attached, uh, which mentions, uh, 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 <laughs> uh, which says that, uh, on the front, Staunton's Prismatic Ink, warning. Do not drink high lead content. <laughs> uh, 
there is also a small uh, little bamboo tube. And uncocking the top of it, you can see there appears to be a bead uh, of mercury inside. Hmm. Which uh, you are easily able to flop out onto your hand and then scoot back into the tube. Right. Is it going to cost fun. me more to put the spells in my colouring book, or is this no, thing? no, no, that's no, no. The... This, this accounts for the cost of uh, inscribing. Fantastic. I guess that's the ink, isn't it? Um, no, rather like you know the the because you have these in a neatly laid out textbook. Although it does take some time for you to translate this through into your own Id- idiosyncratic way, uh, these this is essentially a ritual instruction book. So you don't you don't need to spend normally the money that you'd spend is on experimenting, but because it's all neatly laid out, that's not an expense you have to make. Uh, rather, you just spent a lot of money on buying the textbook. <laughs> Yes, yes, um, I do. Yes, tell me when you take a short rest to start skimming that um, as well, please. Okay. How hey, Scamp, if you don't need uh, one of the things in there, you could always tear it out and give it to Wisdom as a present. It's not a bad idea, I mean, if, actually. If I finish using the book, I could give her the whole book when I'm done with it. Well, don't you need it? in order to follow the instructions? Or, now I'm going to put them in not... my book. Oh, right. right. <laughs> Wait, oh, yeah. the colouring book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose she could probably use that. Probably. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you want well, to do, look through it now, we're not busy. Probably a bit early for a drinking competition. Presumably, if people do buy these things secondhand, then uh, there is a time when its usefulness will be at an end. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. I suppose if you give it to Wisdom, though, she could read it, and then when she's done with it, she could sell it and then use the money for university. That's a good idea. Hmm. Hmm. Double useful. Indeed, looking at the the spine, it does say uh, Kaczynski's Introductory Ritual Magic... Fourth edition. Hmm. <laughs> Not fifth. <laughs> <laughs> there's something weird. There's all this weird shit about residuum in here. You're not resi- no. No, 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 no. <laughs> but you've never heard of this stuff. What? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, so yes, yeah, so if you want to spend a bit of time just sitting by the fountain or in, uh, in a probably in a, not near the student who might have a spell running out on them. Yeah, we should probably leave. We've got an hour <laughs> of that. It's probably been like uh, ten yes. minutes. Yes. Okay. So, so you find, <laughs> you head back out onto Grenville Square. Uh, where would you like to uh, just stop off to make? Should a... we find a pub? Then you can look for a drinking competition. I can have a bit of a read. Yeah. Or I was thinking even I could go and sell some jewellery while you're doing that. Yes. I could sell all the jewellery, then we could all have money. Good you idea. probably don't have a lot now, do you? So, No, Close. I have silvers. Okay, well, Lots well of I'll them. go and but... sell the jewellery. Maybe Causing you find a drinking competition? You seem like the type. Causing kind of looks at you like, Ah, no, you're fair enough. <laughs> Did I then bring Jeffrey with me, or have I left Jeffrey at the house? You tell me. I feel like I probably left Jeffrey at the house, but the reaction I got from the man in the shop makes me think maybe I had a monkey on my shoulder. (laughs) (laughs) If you have, then Jeffrey has up to this point been fairly well behaved. Although, (laughs) yes, he's here. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it says something about the effectiveness of the charm spell that uh, the uh, students who bought the book didn't really <laughs> write that much. But spell. yeah, Jeffrey keeps trying to pinch the book from you. No, Jeffrey. <laughs> Uh, he instead reaches into the pocket where you have the uh, where you keep your nuts and is just scooping them out and crunching uh, them. It's really cute. Uh, and they go through yeah. the pet food really quickly. It's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be a fat monkey. You do actually. You do at least, according to Alcidim, have two months of food. Yeah. That's yeah. You have two months of food because uh, uh, you don't know whether parrot food would be appropriate for Jeffrey or not. Mm. He eats nuts like you eat sweets. Hmm. <laughs> right, so I'm going to go sell some jewellery. Okay, so... Are they reading? So you're heading off to sell jewellery. Scamp and Causing, you go looking for a pub. Uh, hmm. Actually, we find a pub first so that I know where they are. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> that true. Give me, give me an investigation check, please. Anyone? Or? Anyone. Should okay. I do it? Hmm. You do it. Actually, Can I do yeah, it with advantage if they help? Yeah, sure. Cool. Yeah, we're, we're all this looking for pubs. Natural 20. Oh, we find yes. the best pub. Such a good pub. Uh, I mean, whether you find the best pub is a, different, is a different question. But you do find a pub where apparently uh, they do do daytime drinking contests. Yes! <laughs> uh, wandering your way down towards Spinner's End, uh, you actually find your way to the Broken Barrel. Uh, in the early morning. Uh, it's a classic sort of workman's pub, uh, simple, yeah, qu- quite simple furniture, hard wearing, uh, easy to sweep floors. <laughs> the signs of repair, uh, the signs are, uh, they don't have glass windows here. Uh, um, listeners, it's number 13 on your map of yes. Crosswater if you happen to be looking at it. Yes, uh, and it's the, uh, uh, but rather solid wooden shutters that can easily be flipped open for people to be thrown in, uh, out from, uh, or at least the latch is easily repaired. Uh, I was going to say, is it, do they, does it have shutters on the uh, on, on the doors that are like saloon style? Yep. Yeah. Yes. Uh, um, I love those. Uh, there are actually, it is... There's yeah, there's a few uh, folk gathered around inside the broken barrel, uh, and there's a certain amount of just general brick and brack nailed to the wall, brick and brack nailed to the wall. So just like uh, old ships models, horseshoes, uh, a set of bagpipes for some reason, hmm. like it's a lot of weird little paintings. That general pub clutter that you get in pubs. Weirdly, I know exactly what you mean. Like. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um, is that a thing in other countries, stowaways? Tell us. Or is that just weird English pubs that do that? Yeah. <laughs> well, imagine see. that, like, there have got to be, like, sports bars that have a lot of sports paraphernalia in it, right? <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the, it, as far as... it, this, this very much follows the classic uh, British pub style where... Uh, it's just weird also, stuff on the walls. Because just seems to be, yeah, the, the, the various collections of that publican's life... Yeah, <laughs> all over it. Um, yeah, it's it's, it's going to be varying amounts of brass upholstery and you know, farm working tools. <laughs> mm. um, as you enter the pub, you do actually see um, 
And, and you can see that there are actually a, a large cluster of people around two individuals, both of them quite, uh, one quite burly, strong-armed, uh, bearded sailor type, and one quite rather fat woman uh, who also has quite strong muscles, but they're you know, cloaked underneath uh, layers of uh, layers of fatty tissue. And both of them, you can see, are just are, are, are working their way through pints, one oh. racing after the other. Apparently you have found the one pub that does the daytime drinking contest. Yes. Um, but uh, these... <laughs> In fact, uh, roll me an insight check. Okay. Mm-hmm. Six. Oh. Oh. Uh, That's an eleven. Nine. <laughs> There's something kind of familiar looking. Uh, actually, actually, the only person who would be able to roll an insight check on this one is Celestia. So there's something okay. like yeah, something vaguely familiar looking about the barkeep here, but you don't like it's it's kind of hard In to tell. In what way? Just like, like, yeah, you can't feel like this. there's something about them that's ringing. It's a human woman, uh, blonde hair, blue eyes, uh, busy wiping uh, at some uh, at, at some glassware as you enter. Looks, uh, peers up, blinks a little at your appearance. Ah, uh, oh, uh, what can I get you to drink? Uh whiskey for me, darling. Okay. Um, and two ales. What do you want? Yeah, sure. Uh, yeah, might as well. All right. Uh, yeah, I'll have to be the ale. The uh, no doubt you've heard about uh, what happened over at the brewery. Oh yeah, terrible business. Uh, that's all out of the uh, commission. Uh, she does pour a couple of ales, pours out a whiskey, uh, charges you like a silver and two coppers. Great. Uh, what are the drinking classes of Crosswater to do? Hmm. <laughs> Well, we'll just have to get from the uh, uh, from the uh, the ale from the Astor Town breweries, but never mind. Ooh, she uh, cracks her jaw a little bit. She looks a little tired. Like she's probably been working a lot lately. Uh, there's a couple of bags and drawers. So, um, when's the next drinking competition going on? Well, uh, after those two, uh, after one of those two passes out, which will take a little while, uh, we'll have lunch, and uh, probably after that, so you know, a couple of hour or two. Great. Cool. We'll sit here and I have suppose I'll go and sell too. some jewellery then. See you in a bit. You can read your book. Do you want a hand with that? If you like, up to you. All right. You see the corner of her mouth tick up slightly. Yeah, wouldn't recommend it at the uh, pawnbrokers uh, in South Cyprus, if I were you. Ladies, ladies out of business. <laughs> oh, good to know. Thank you. Is that the one we broke into? That is totally the one you broke into. <laughs> <laughs> Do I know you? She sm- uh, smiles a little bit. Sure, I don't know what you mean. Make a make an intelligence check now that you're looking at her closely. Okay, <laughs> not intelligent. <laughs> We're Natural not an intelligent one. Party. Oh wow. <laughs> <coughs> uh, it's just on the tip of your mind and you you swear you've seen this one before somewhere uh, at, no it's just mm, no it's not coming to you at all I like uh, her hair like squinty like, yeah neither uh, you uh, Corza neither you nor um, Scamp have seen this woman before okay where do I know you from 
I'm sure I don't know. Anyway. Oh, another round. Okay, one moment. Sorry, i got to deal with this. She just it was the drinking contest. All right, contest. we'll talk later. Paul, Paul's uh, a couple of points. Out of character, I really don't know. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Still there. Fuck, have I seen a blonde human? Well, so there's fair few or so I'm led to believe. Hmm. You, uh, so you're splitting up now. Uh, Spec the party. Scamp, you and Corsi <laughs> sit down and you I start... I need to buy some jewellery, like, it's okay. Not buy some jewellery, sell some jewellery. So while this is happening, so while they're scanning through that... Yeah, uh, I'm happy to, like, skip over this. And yeah, Celeste, give me, check, just like, give me an investigation check for yeah, searching around for someone's purchase so. jewellery. to sell your jewellery to. Oh, shit. <laughs> what check am I making? Investigation. Bollocks, seven. <laughs> I mean, the problem with selling a large amount of stolen jewellery... <laughs> is quite self-evident. What are the problems? <laughs> would, would Corzin have any idea where we might be able to sell this? If, because... you, if you want to, then if you want to accompany her, yeah. now that you've found a place for a drinking contest, uh, you can you can make your own investigation check. That was the plan. Okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, you did say. In all fairness. Oh man. Oh no. That's a four. Fuck, that's worse than mine, Shit. Jesus. Now that you think back, the last place you knew to sell, to fence gold, uh, stolen jewellery from the previous times you've been in Crosswater actually was S. Mikhailovich's uh, porn brokery. Bollocks. Oh, oh, shit. All right, well, maybe there's, maybe there's an actual... Wait, 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 wait. There was a jeweller somewhere, wasn't there? There was a jeweller somewhere in Spinner's End because it was... What, not the one that we robbed? No, no, um... Spinner's End. Mm. I mean, that's there, right near uh, the club, out of character. Yeah. I was gonna say, wasn't there a jewellist that, um... got hit during the, uh, uh... The, the business with the shadows, or am I misremembering that? It might be the one we robbed, darling. Ah... Uh. I see a point where Jason is trying to think was there a jewel as you I mean the only yeah. jewel out of character the only jewels I can find on the map is the, the pawnbrokers yes. <laughs> yeah. that is near Spinner's yeah. End because that's number 22 holding on to the stuff because actually stolen jewellery probably not the best idea to try and sell it like I the said, next day I said of course in, maybe we should hang on to this for a bit <laughs> just you know in case well fair enough I suppose it's it's um it's raw bargaining uh, chips, if nothing else. Mm. Yeah, we can always, you know, sell it when we go to need me. So you're going if to... If we have any time. Yeah, so rather... I mean, you can ask around, but yeah, you're not sure of a place where you're likely to get a good mm, price. A here. large amount of stolen jewellery. Maybe we should just... Yeah, maybe we should just wait, sell it in another town. Okay. You head back towards the uh, pub which actually, which I don't know if I mentioned before has I a don't sign. imagine that was a long trip no, I no, imagine it was like five minutes like, yeah, you, no, you, well. <laughs> you searched for the better part of half an hour before you were going like ah shit <laughs> and then come back just on the off chance you could find another one that looked like Lee but you just maybe not so uh, during this short rest uh, while you're studying you're skimming through the contents kind of picking through uh uh, the instructions scamp, which takes a little bit of time because you know you you're better at reading dwarven than you are joven, and you're not good at reading dwarven. Uh, <laughs> but the diagrams do make a lot of, more sense to you. 
uh, as you've got your colouring book and are kind of translating, you realise uh, how you can use most of the little little components that were included. But there is, to your great frustration, it looks like for the identification ritual, you will either need a, it seems like you, you either need some sort of specially constructed molybdenum dish uh, with which uh, with maybe a bit with like a, a possibility that you can put mercury in uh, or with an antimony uh, lining or a pearl uh, set in yeah, or a pearl with a certain amount of silver surrounding it that you can use as a as a as a, as a counteracting element is there any of the jewelry that fits that description yeah, uh, there is actually a piece of jewelry uh, there is actually a pearl a black pearl brooch with uh, silver, uh, with silver fastening, uh, oh. that it's worth. It basically, you can take that out of the jewelry. It will reduce the total value of the jewelry by a hundred gold pieces because it's okay, one of the I'll most. It's one of, the, it's one of okay. the nicest pieces. No, in fair the enough. Set. So when we sell it, remember that you get fifty. I guess I'll take it. I've got it in my inventory, so I'll just take it down to a awesome, cool. perfect so, yeah. fifty golds worth of jewelry. So yes, uh, taking out the black pearl, uh, this tiny black pearl in a silver setting, uh, you figure that yeah, by the time when when you finally translated all of these over, you'll be able to use that as the focus for your identification mm. ritual. I'm really glad you didn't sell the jewelry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, safe selling it and then having to buy something back. Seems <laughs> <stupid>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, you return, like maybe that exchange, and the uh, drinking contest seems to come to um, its end. So, what um, are the spells the... that are in the book? So, the spells that are in the book uh, uh, are uh, Alarm, uh, Detect Magic, although you already have that, Identify, Illusory Script, uh, and the Illusory Script, the, the lead based uh, prismatic ink that's included there is there is enough for what there is one dose of uh, of the ink that's already included as part of it you'll need to buy more ink for additional castings uh but you do have the ink there, there's enough enough ink to cast it once uh and and tensor's floating disc <laughs> what the fuck is that uh whilst when exactly scat cast, what it sounds like yep, when uh, scamp casts it you'll find out awesome yeah. I look forward to it. I'm going to spend the whole time while Scamp's looking in their book, looking at this barmaid, trying to work out where I've seen her. <laughs> Natural one. It's just, yeah. it's just not coming. It's just, re- yeah. If you, as Ellie, can remember, Celestia can remember, but no idea where we saw a blonde human. Yeah. It's not Courage's girlfriend, is it? There it is. There, <laughs> then it comes to you. Fuck. You're you're staring at it for about ten minutes before you. Get... There we go. Ah. When I buy my next drink, I go have a good night the other night, did we? <laughs> she uh, raises an eyebrow. Uh, pouring pouring you while pouring you the uh, whiskey. Good to say that certainly. Glad whiskey. to hear it. Hmm. Looks at least three of them done. Well, seems that uh, Pavel there has passed, uh, has passed out, and you can see that the muscly man has indeed <laughs> fallen face, his dear face first down, is now being dragged away. 
The um, oh, when I've been drinking my beer, has mm-hmm. it had any effect on me? Can I tell if this is still working? <laughs> uh, it does, in fact, seem to still be working. You need to pee badly, um, but apart from that, no, there's no. no I will do that while they're awake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure, you can pee on a short rest. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's allowed. Yeah, yeah. Um, it seems that uh, the large woman who was competing against them after scraping up her winnings is done for the day, but uh, there is a small... Uh, but Gaunt, you do hear uh, some footsteps coming from above. Ah, looks like the uh, contender's about ready. So you'll be uh, looking to go into this... Uh, you're looking for a drinking contest, are you? Yes. All right. Uh, I am an adult and can do that. <laughs> I can see that, yes. Uh, I should warn you. First of all, the uh, first of all, it's uh, <laughs> it's two it's a two gold crown uh, two gold crown surcharge for the alcohol that we're going through, especially as I can see you're a dwarf. Mm-hmm. I can pay that. Okay, and then. Uh, it's quite the uh, one who's going next is quite a fancy customer. They like to bet high, so the uh, stake for this one twenty gold crowns. I can stake I a can bit of that. I can just do that. <laughs> okay. I don't mind helping I'm you in out for that. if you want. Um. How much have I got? I've got 33 gold. <laughs> I'll give you five. <laughs> Thank you. Happy I'm birthday. Chip in another five. Yeah. It's a birthday present. Okay. All right, well, she takes the gold, put, takes two of them aside, puts them in the register, takes the rest, and you can see, brings it over to the table, pours it into a pile in the centre, and uh, the footsteps continue until a small figure... In a red waistcoat with a cream oh silk dear. shirt, oh dear. steps down. I don't want to take his money. He's got loads of money. Wow! That's a surprise. Hello. What are you doing? Fighty steps down. Oh, not too bad. Uh, bit of a crack on the neck after uh, last night, but uh, nothing that a good drink wouldn't sort out. Ah, you come to watch me compete in the drinking contest? No, this one's competing. We have. Yeah, I'm watching. I wouldn't dare compete against you in a drinking contest. Oh dear. I have so many regrets. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. He rubs his hands, pulls out his Our pockets. good master dwarf here is... Uh... Yes, I am a dwarf. Quite the drinker. <laughs> well then, this is going to be very interesting. And he pulls a small purse from his pocket, throws it onto the table with a loud sort of clunk of coinage. Let's, uh, since we're doing, uh, since we are doing, uh, Dwarf Against Gnome, how about we do some of the more interesting drinks? That sounds fine. Excellent. Do it, do it, do it. Define do it. interesting. I'm intrigued, I'm but go on. Die. You are going to die, but it's going to be very funny. Julia. Bring Tell my monkey I loved him. <laughs> I'll write you a song, it'll be really exciting. Bring out the Normish brandy. Oh no. There's a slight widening of the eyes from Julie's part. Do I know anything? Sure? I wouldn't know that, never mind. 
Well, actually, no. Would Corzin know Corzin about the gnomish brandy? You've had it once, Corzin. As I recall, your words were never again. <laughs> the last time <laughs> you tried gnomish brandy, it? you woke up two hundred miles in a different direction. <laughs> oh right, okay, it's that kind of uh, rant, right? Okay. <laughs> At least it's not something that's got a large volume. That might be more of an issue. Yeah. Mm, and indeed, uh, the uh, pulling out from under the bar, uh, Julia produces a uh, a squat uh, bottle. It's one of those ones with a long neck, which. Taper, it's kind of flat, wide and, f- uh, and fat at the bottom, and then tapers upwards into a thin neck. Uh, okay. It's a, uh, it's a blue bottle, it's a blue glass bottle, uh, that, and it's actually uh, almost, it's opaque, it's quite a dark blue, speckled in, in places. And she takes out two small shot glasses and pours. You know, there's parts of the world where they deliberately put poison in blue bottles so that they can be. <laughs> <laughs> I think it might be here. <laughs> and uh, she pours a little bit into two glasses, and you see there is actually a purplish, uh, a translucent purple liquid comes out into both that seems to just have tiny emerald sort of flecks in it. Celestia wants to buy a shot of Nomish brandy. <laughs> see what happens. See if you say that. Like That'll be uh, all right. As you're on on your own, <coughs> all right on your own funeral, be it uh, silver piece. Go on then. Pours you a shot as well. Passes it to you. I'm not going to shot it. I'm going to sip it like while they're doing stuff. Make a Constitution save. Oh God! <laughs> so, I just wanted to know what would happen to somebody who could actually drink. Um, eleven. <laughs> so first of all, it kicks you in the face like a mule. <laughs> Um, burns all the way down and over the course of the sipping, which you do slowly mm-hmm. everything seems to acquire a brighter more vibrant sort of colour to it mm. and the edges of things seem really sharp right mm-hmm. <laughs> I lean way down to cause and goes, fucking whiskey's got drugs in it mate <laughs> No, I think that's how it's supposed to be, and I maintain that the only <coughs> suitable use that should have been put to is cleaning the keel of ships. Right then, Fighty raises his uh, own his his own uh, cup. Ah, oh, I love Fighty's constitution. Um... <laughs> <coughs> oh, it's something ungodly, isn't it? Cheers. He raises his glass, tips it to yours, and knocks it back. Okay, give me a constitution save with advantage. Oh dear. Oh no, 12. No, 13. Okay, this is versus his. Which is a lot, I imagine. It is a lot, but that was a natural one. So that's one success to you. Oh, wow. Okay, so... Uh, as you knock the knock it back, you can see Fighty just knocks it back and completely goes, oh, 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 it's like being <laughs> back home. Where exactly is home for you anyway? Yeah, I was going to ask that. Can't tell you that. So, pour another one, would you? Uh, okay. And you, as <laughs> right. you, do you, do you knock yours back, Scamp? 
Yes, that's okay. what you're supposed to do, yeah, isn't yeah. it? So it burns. You don't feel the alcohol, although you do feel the burn. And yeah, so everything starts. As you blink a couple of times, things start to look more colourful all around you. Like colours are standing out a bit more. Objects are a little sharper. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, okay, this is uh, it's a little weird. Takes up the next one. Right. So, raises the glass. Make a wish. He says, as he raises the glass. Uh, I wish I wasn't doing this. And I drink it immediately. <laughs> he, he knocks back his own one. Give me another constitution save. Uh, do I get advantage still? With advantage. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, 22. No, more than that. 24. That's just a success for you. Flighty is kind of wow. shaking a little bit. I you can see he's getting uh, sl- sli- sliding side to side a little. You. told you that's really unnerving. The uh, <laughs> more than a few times. Uh, okay, so the colours were, <laughs> were 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 bright and colourful before, and now they're starting to peel off objects. In little swirls, floating away from oh, them. Oh dear! Um, Something's really weird. <laughs> the perspective. The weird things are starting to happen with perspective, and you know, it, if you look into uh, there, there, there's no glass in this in this bar. But you look into the glass uh, of uh, you, you kind of look into a nearby pint glass, and you just see your reflection. And your reflection tilts its head, but you're not tilting your head. Oh no! <laughs> I uh, feel strange. I took I took Lynn down to cause and going. I'm telling you, the fucking brandy's got fucking drugs in it, darling. I I've not had enough to uh, judge, but uh, if if you're seeing all the uh, the pretty pretty colours and uh, things are starting to leave trails in the air behind them, no, that's what happened last time I drank it. <laughs> okay, right. give me erases or not his glass. Okay, okay, okay. For extra it's a fun. function of whatever it's made out of. What's your favourite animal? Um, monkey? <laughs> okay, he raises his Cheers! And knocks it back. Give me another constitution save. Uh, oh no, um, 15. Okay, that that's your first failure. Oh dear. <laughs> so, uh... This time, as you knock it back, you look over and you can see uh, Jeffrey's on your shoulder, but his fur is now golden. Um, and uh, you just hear, <laughs> and creeping out from behind, uh, swinging up uh, out from behind chairs all around you are dozens of other monkeys, some of them swinging on vines that are now coming out of the ceiling. Uh, and yeah, this. The whole, uh, th- this bar is starting to acquire a curiously jungle theme. <laughs> you wow. can, uh, you, you can kind of... So many monkeys. Uh, you, can, you can kind of hear this weird dreamy music coming from somewhere. 
It's a bit like when it's a bit like when magic does that strange thing. Is it a bit like the backing? It's music? exactly the backing music. Okay. <laughs> uh, I can see through the fourth wall, or I can hear through the fourth wall. That's arguably worse. And you see worse. loads of people sitting by their laptops listening to you. <laughs> no, <laughs> that'd be awful. That'd be so awful. You see, Fighty point at one of the monkeys and giggle, and the monkey kind of <laughs> waves back and actually. Uh, and I point very... at the same monkey and giggle. <laughs> <laughs> They're fun, right? Any of this? You are seeing them both point at the wall and giggle. <laughs> Celestia, I, I turned out to call Celestia, you're, you you swear there's like a, something like you can see just like the out the haze of something on the wall that they're pointing to, but you're not really sure what. Everything is just very bright and quite sharp edged. Again, I lean down to cause it. We've given a child drugs, it's happened. That is, <laughs> the, the, Randy's got fucking drugs in it there. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let's, let's have another one. Let's have another one. Another one. Falls <laughs> another couple of drinks. Okay. Okay. Um, what's, uh, what's your favourite food? Sweets. Okay. To sweets. Sweets. Constitution save. <laughs> Uh, 23. Okay. As you knock back this one, everything is beginning to, like, objects are kind of starting to melt away, and you're now just in this weird jungle place. All The only things around you that are clearly around you are kind of the vague outlines of, uh, of uh, the other bar uh, folk, but it's almost like they're like they're made of molten glass and they're just covered with uh, with foliage and they're kind of hard to see. Fighty's there with you, the table, the drinks are there with you, and uh, you are surrounded by these monkeys and they start pulling fruit off these trees and breaking them open and just candied sweets just start falling out of them. <laughs> I would like to all eat the sweets. Okay, you you got you see Scamp reach down to something they cut. None of you can see. Pick it up and start shoving things into their mouth. Uh, you see Fighty do the same actually as well. He seems to pick something out of midair, crack an imaginary object, and start picking things up. <laughs> I gotta say, oh, that's just oh, now that's what's fun in some time. Okay, last one, last one, last one. Okay, okay, one more. Uh, you can see, uh, while Scamp isn't effect- doesn't seem to be affected by the alcohol, Fighty is. <laughs> so he is not only hallucinating, but pissed drunk. <laughs> now, right, raises the okay. his glass. Okay. Well, okay, make. Uh, what do you um? Mm, what do you what do you want? Wish wish for a thing. Wish for a call for an amazing thing. Thing, um. Anything you want. Um. A monkey made of sweets. No, but then I'd want to eat it, but it'd still be cool. Sweet monkey it is! Sweet monkey. Cheers! <laughs> he knocks back the Oh dear. <laughs> Fifteen. Okay, that's actually a, a victory for fighting. So, this going, is going on another round. <laughs> uh, one of the monkeys steps forward and it just seems to be made out of jelly of all things and it starts doing a little dance and then it starts pulling its arm off and handing it to you and pulls it. I start crying because I don't want to eat the monkey but it's made of sweets so I want to eat it. And (laughs) Bitey starts picking up this monkey leg and biting into it and the monkey seems weirdly fine with this. 
I still but, burst into tears. Yeah, <laughs> oh, no. yeah, everything's taking kind of a bad trip vibe. You cannot see oh, no. the pub now. You're just you're just with fighting in this strange candy monkey jungle. <laughs> I, I um yell over to Escamp. Whatever you're seeing, it's not real. You've got to remember that. Yeah, we're still here. Okay. Last, last, last one, please. One last drink gets uh, pulled out. Okay. Right. Dwarfy, horny dwarfy, dwarf, dwarf scam. Dwarf. <laughs> I'm a dwarf. Yes. Mm. One more. Okay, so dwar- dwar- dwarfy, scampy dwarf. 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 Drink. One last wish. Make us something fun. Um. I want to fly. To flying! <laughs> and he taps and knocks it back. <laughs> Ooh, uh, 22. Fighty stands up. On the chair, leaps into the air, hits the ground, passes out. <laughs> Scamp, however, you just feel your, the whole chair, like the ground falls away, and you're now flying with a herd of, of monkeys juggling sweets over this vast forest. With a beautiful, with jungle even, with a beautiful blue sky above. What do we see? Scab, what do they see? <laughs> I'm just standing with my arms out <laughs> on a chair. Well, I guess we have a winner. Yay! <laughs> Awkwardly, Julia picks up the gold and passes it over to you. Okay, I'm going to pick up, put the gold in my bag and then pick up Scab. I sort of tap Scamp on the waist and say, You right, is there, Scamp? You still in there? Scamp! I pick him up and take him off the chair and stick him on my hip, sort of thing. Hello, (laughs) anyone? I poke him in the face. Hi! Flying! Yeah, we're gonna go and sit down in the corner until this drops. (laughs) (laughs) Could we uh, get a glass of milk, maybe? That might be best, yes. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 seriously, after that much, it'll curdle immediately in their stomach. We need... Oh, no, you do have a point. Oh, uh, get up, okay. I never thought I would order this in a bar, but we need a large drink of water. I'll get I'll get that and the bucket. Thank you. Oh, she does produce a bucket yeah, and Yeah, sort uh, of pull them the over to the nearest booth and just stick them down in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> Scamp it takes the better part of an hour before you fight before you're you're sailing through the sky you finally descend back down into the forest and there's a very comfortable seat you take a seat on it and Jeffrey's there and has been uh Jeffrey stops juggling uh sweets and starts going oh, ah, 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 ah. and you blink and oh there's there's a pub here we've landed and is fighty still out trees. cold? Fighty is out cold. <laughs> <laughs> There's tr- less trees here, and 
Oh, Regent, your head hurts. <laughs> Where Can do I... all the monkeys go? Uh, there was only one monkey here. Jeffrey's still here. Drink the water. I drink the water. <laughs> it feels... Oh, God. Everything feels awful. <laughs> Everything feels yeah. awful. Can I have been playing songs and see if I can get any tips while... Yeah, give me a performance check. Thanks. Ah, shit. Um, <laughs> oh, no, that's all right, actually. That's uh, 17. Okay. Um, yeah, you do have For someone who's half cut, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not crazy half cut. I'm yeah, a little you do make uh, six silver pieces. Hooray. Just most of it in coppers, but, you know. You do, you do a reasonable trade. Yeah. My usual spiel with too many illusions happening lots of backing <laughs> vocals lots of weird beats and dancing lights and shit mm. <laughs> while, you're, while, while you're blissed out uh, quotation marks dwarf in the corner is just <laughs> <laughs> the uh, bottle of gnomish brandy has gone back in into the cup under the bar <laughs> until some idiot asks for it again <laughs> Is, and on that, I give the money to Scamp when they come yeah. to, by the way. <laughs> and as, as the three of you end up staggering, eventually, out of the uh, out of the bar, probably by this point, mid to late afternoon. It's really bright. It's really bright. I don't like it. No. How, do you want to borrow my sunglasses? Yes, please. Okay, there you go. <laughs> You I squint, squint a little bit, for a while. Scab. Yeah, that's a little better. As you stagger your way out, that, I think, is where we're going to take our break. So, <coughs> we'll be right back with you, gentle listeners, after these, no doubt important, messages. And now a word from our friends at Cheaper by the Dungeon. Hey everybody, it is Seth, the DM for Cheaper by the Dungeon, and we are a D&D 5th edition podcast. Uh, our whole deal for our campaign currently is kind of treasure hunter themed. Uh, the players Normandy, Zippy, and Darien are looking for a grand treasure, but at the same time they'll probably screw it up and do whatever they want and become like farmers or something. Uh, either way, it'll be a fun time. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, which is like Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, any other ones I'm missing, which is probably a lot. But anyways, we just like to have fun, hang out, and uh, screw up my DMing and plans. So, so if you like that, tune in. Uh, we release every kind of other Tuesday. So hopefully uh, come in and check our show out. Thanks, everybody. Will you remember the war? Hiding out in the bunkers to the constant accompaniment of the cracks of musket fire. I would dream of the things all you do when I got home, eating my mother's fresh cooking, drinking from the finest ale, and rating, reviewing, sharing and subscribing to Flintlocks and Fireballs. And welcome back. The three of you find your way back towards the Grimanis, uh, essentially taking 
Unless you have anything else you particularly want to do today, you can take a long sleep. rest now yeah, before sleep. the evening. Yeah, you actually, Corson is going to go back to the same toy shop he got the uh, the boat at before, and attempt to buy um, a little uh, figurine of uh, a sailor. Hmm. If if such a thing is available there, so you can get many uh, simple wooden toys there, and uh, yep, for uh, for two copper pieces, you're able to get a brightly painted uh, wooden uh, wooden uh, <laughs> toy of a halfling sailor. All right, um, he is going to go uh, back to the uh, Grimanis, um, spend some time carefully sawing one of the legs off this, and then <laughs> attaching the small uh, uh, parrot peg leg to it. Oh, <laughs> you have now acquired a peg-legged sailor toy. <laughs> I don't think Celestia would sleep. I think Scamp's probably sleeping off the booze, but I think Celestia is yeah. going to try and go entertain herself. She's going to try and fuck about and learn the coin trick. And only... There's only time to look at the book as well. Yeah, there's time to look at the book as well as sleep. But I mean, for the purpose of this, is this is actually? a long rest. Yeah. Uh, starting in the early afternoon, so finishing around. So a long rest if I don't sleep. Yeah, yeah. So cool. the rest, a rest is low activity. Cool. Uh, and trying to practice the contract, uh, courage is not around for you to practice mm-hmm. the uh, the trick uh, tri- w- uh, with him. But you are able. You you do spend a bit of time just doing it on your own. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you scab. You sleep off the effects for a few hours and then study the uh, ritual text as well. Uh, evening comes. Again, with that blessed relief of not having to worry about shadows. Uh, and these. Uh, uh, and Chase, uh, actually, who's been out uh, on whatever errand during the day, returns. Uh, you find. Uh, you've been waiting for her in the uh, Grimani sort of sitting room, and there's been, it's been a quiet sort of evening. Hope is whittling. Uh, Justice appears to be uh, busy cooking. Uh, Mordecai is off running in the bar at this particular time. Lilith is out in the is out in the garden, uh, and Wisdom is up in her room reading uh, books. Chase, the, the door opens, and the three of you are presumably down in the living room as well mm-hmm. when uh, yeah. Chase enters. Ah, it is good to see the three of you. Um, have any of you seen Courage? No, not today. Why? Uh, Don't think so. It's strange. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Courage is given to this wandering off for a time, but I've not seen him in the last two days now. Maybe hmm. a little concerned. I mean, we saw him when we robbed the pawnbrokers. Hmm. Did you see him after that? No, I've not seen him he since He went then. off with some blonde girl, but I didn't think anything really abnormal of that. They looked like they were going to have a nice time. Shall we say, but blonde. Uh, um, yeah, blonde. I just saw her in a in the bar, Broken Barrel. She's a barmaid there. You see, uh, 
all of the Grimanis stop what they're doing and look over to you. What? You can hope is actually shaking a little. The, the broken barrel. That's where the Reynolds gang are based. Oh, what right. The hell? How did bad you, is this? Chase goes. Did you hear? Um, do, do you know what the, uh, the the girl? What was her name? Do I know what her name was? Uh, you have over you you. Courage mentioned it, and Fighty actually direct, directly called her by it during the uh, Dragon King contest. So you know that it's Julia. Julia. Oh shit! Julia Reynolds is the is the daughter of the of the Reynolds gang chief. Oh dear. What you're saying is he's fucked the captain's daughter. Or she's fucked him over. Either way. Okay, that's it. Um, What do we do? Oh, we need to... Yeah, we need need to go go find him. Um, Shit, I I know it's a lot to ask, but... uh, We're helping, yes. (laughs) Yeah, we're definitely helping. You can see Justice uh, steps out. (sighs) Do you, uh, Chase waves her hand, uh, shake, uh, shakes her head. No, Father, stay here. Get a message to Mordecai. Bring, bring everyone in. Get everyone back here. We'll go out. You stay. Protect the wisdom. Protect Lilith. I know you don't like... And uh, she glances her, and Lilith has actually wandered in from the garden at this point. She goes, love... Just go get your brother. It's fine. Okay, look. Let's, uh, the five of us, let's go to go to the Broken Barrel. See if we can find anything about what might have happened to him. Right. Okay. Alright, let's go. Do you need to grab anything before we go? No, fine. Okay. Just um, my stuff, that's all. Justice comes out with a case from the kitchen and he opens it and there are a pair of flintlocks inside as well as some bags of uh, flintlock balls and some powder cartridges and just passes them to the two Grimanis. Both Hope and Chase look a little stunned. Just in case. Yes, Father. What do we need to know about this gang? The Grimar... The Reynolds, they control most of the uh, Spinner's End and the Weaver's Ward. They have, there's a small group of the core of them, but they have quite a few uh, rough men who work with them. We've had a, they've been causing us trouble for some time now. Uh, Chase cuts in. They weren't the ones that we were going to uh, sort out the problem with the warehouse tonight. Ah, how did Courage not know her? Courage has... Courage has a weakness for women, and there are not many who have shown an interest in him. Perhaps he believed that she was... that this... I do not know how he justified it to himself. I wish he had told me, but never mind. He Your, wouldn't be the first. He probably won't be the last. Come on, let's just go and make sure he hasn't make done anything stupid. I wasn't trying to judge. 
Sorry. It's alright. We have all... We've all done stupid things. Fall in love with stupid people. (laughs) (sighs) Right. That was an in-character laugh, but I just was wondering. Hope, you can see, tucks her blackjack into her belt, Chase, uh, uh, and somewhat... Both her and Chase awkwardly stuff the pistols in and attach the ammunition as well. All right. Come. Come. We'll go as quickly as we can. While we're walking, um, how many people? Um, so, to the best of my knowledge, uh, this Chase talking, to the best of my knowledge, there are um, at least 12 core gang members. The ones that can be relied upon. Should we get somebody else involved? We don't have time. Maybe Foyty's still there if we he's passed out. Maybe. He might still be unconscious. Yeah, he might still be fucked. He was really drunk. Um, are we not killing people again? The Hope and Chase both glance at each other. If we have to. Let's try not to, but if we have to. Okay. I just want to make sure my my brother is okay. We will. Yeah, let's figure out what what his situation is first. Okay. The five of you make your way quickly across town and scamp. Uh, you spent a bit of time in town already. You know you've already started to pick up the quicker ways, and you and Hope both lead cuts through the back alleyways, uh, pa- uh, through the uh, out through the Warrens past New Glazers Ward, across into Spinner's End. Five of you find yourself in front, out front of the Broken Barrel. The Chase and Hope both seem uncertain they're hesitating so i'm gonna grab by the shoulders and so i can see yeah causing and scamp as well i'm gonna go it's gonna be fine we're going to get him back okay we've got this and you're gonna see a little rainbow flash in both of my eyes and you're all gonna get five temporary hit points and i mean if we were in combat you could move but yeah Mm. five temporary hit points anyway Okay. okay. Setting that down. All Do right. you want me to send my friend in to have a little look around? It's not a bad shout, actually. Actually, yeah, your friend's less noticeable. Well, no one can see them. Just to see if, they, if, if he can find anything. Shh, that's not a problem, says friend in your, uh, in your head. Uh, tell you, all right, uh, where do you want me to look? Um... See if they've got a basement, see if there's any sign of anyone being held. All right. Um, Please. No, not a problem. Uh, just stay within... Uh, I can. It's easier if I can move the... Uh, all right, get close up to it. I've, I've, got, to, uh, I've got to keep close to, uh, to my skull, but I'll see what I can find. Okay, thank you. You huddle up against the side wall of the... Uh, of the uh, house. Okay, can you uh, for convenience uh, friend has the same investigation modifier you do. Make an investigation modifier please, Scamp. Uh, 17. Oh good. Because right. <laughs> I am not smart. 
Can you also make a perceptions mod uh, uh, check then? Uh, friend also has the same modifier for you. I'm going to as you. I'm going to say. <laughs> friend is not very perceptive. That's a twelve. Okay. After four minutes of just tense waiting, the five of you huddle by. You hear a voice uh, return. Uh, what's speaking once again in your ear, Scamp? Okay. Um, the there's someone else at the bar. Uh, looks like the uh, guy with the big arms who passed out uh, earlier in the day. Uh, so it's not the it's not the woman you're looking for. Uh, there there's a back door uh, and uh, it opens up into the kitchen. Uh, and it looks like there's a cellar entrance there as well. Uh, there's there is actually a cellar, uh, there, there, there's a, there's a way in through the kitchen. The door was. Uh, closed, so I couldn't go in that way. Uh, not with uh, it's it closed and locked. Uh, so I, I tried to I tried to pull the door open. Uh, there's also the set, uh, there's there's the doors the the, the beer doors uh, for the for the for rolling barrels in on the outside round the back near the back door. But um, those are the, the, those are padlocked, uh, so I, I I couldn't get in there either. But if there's anyone hiding, that's probably where it's going to be. I, I think I heard maybe voices from the door on the inside, but I couldn't make it much out. Okay. Should we try the beer cellar? That might be a good way to get in. Yeah, why not? If we can get through that lock. You've got Agreed. stuff, haven't you? I'm not very good with them, but I can try. You're better than us. Yeah. Okay, lead the way. Chase uh, and Hope. Hope, you see, draws her blackjack, and she is kind of instinctively keeping towards the shadows. Uh, and quite well, from the looks of it as well. I will do the same. <laughs> yeah, can I ask you for a stealth check then, please? All of us? Anyone who wants to. Yeah. And just check. I have advantage, that's right. <laughs> Good. I'm assuming as 19. this isn't a sight-based check, my outfit doesn't do anything. Uh, at this stage, no. Okay, I'm going to pull my boring cloak around me, because okay. that's all right. That's fine. Yeah. So, uh, Scamp, what was your check? Uh, dirty 20. Okay. Causing? 19. And Celestia? 17. People Pretty also good. have disadvantage to see me. Cool. Oh. That's worth noting. Yeah. And Chase also didn't do badly either. Boots, okay. yeah. <laughs> he doesn't make a this sound. This is true, causing mm. you make no sound while where you walk. Uh, but I'm keeping this just in case you do some sneaking as well. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you make your way stealthily towards the back. Uh, there are window, you know, open windows here, but you crouch below them and you can hear the sort of chatter and such coming from the tavern. It sounds like there's quite a bit of noise there. Someone's playing a fiddle. Uh, it just seems to be an ordinary day. But kneeling down and peering, you can just see between the slats of the uh, heavy doors, there is, there is light. Uh, inside the cellar. There's a thick padlock on the uh, cellar doors as well. Okay, no harm in trying, I guess. Mm. I will try and unlock it. Okay. Give me mm. a thieves tools check. 
Ooh, that's another dirty 20. Nice. It takes you a few seconds, but you, you select to the skeleton key you need that you think will be right for this, and the lock padlock swings off with just a little creaking. Uh, more from just being a little rusty than anything else. And you carefully unhook it off. The cellar door is now unlocked. Can we hear anything? Give me a perception check. Anyone who wants to. Oof. Seven. Nineteen. Eleven. With a nineteen, you can hear a sound like... And occasional... (coughs) I say to the others, it sounds like someone's being beaten up in there. Right, that's the one then. Right. Let's try and go in stealthily. I'm going to cast Mage Armour. Okay. Oh, well done. <laughs> you tie the, you tie the leather to your horn. Come on, before I'm we get into combat, a sign that I put in front of me that says Mage Armor. That might be <laughs> It's like the Tides of Chaos sign on my DM sheet. That's good. <laughs> okay, so. Look at that. Donna remembered a thing. Oh. Yeah, you did. Okay, you carefully open up the cellar, uh, one of the cellar doors enough for you to uh, to uh, to make your way in can i ask for the order of in which people are going in um i will go at the front because i think i'm probably the hardest to spot okay yeah yeah i'll go after okay i'll probably go at the back with chase i guess then yeah so like the two big people at the back seems to make sense doesn't it yeah so that's uh scamps going first then causing hope celestia and chase in that order. We can shoot over each other's heads if we need to. <laughs> well, uh, Corzin would have to go in the front if we we're in high. <laughs> yeah, though, yes. Yeah. Very true, actually, yeah. Um, however, you make your way down. Uh, there's a short set of steps leading into a wide beer sa- uh, cellar. There are barrels all around the sides of the room in heavy stacks. And there are also candles on the walls, on sconces. And in the centre there, you can see there is something of a scene in progress. In the very centre of the room, you can see there is a chair to which is tied a figure. Familiar, bright crimson skin. A little more crimson in places. Sorry, bright purple. Crimson is uh, red eyes. yeah, crim- cr- crimson eyes, red uh, purple skin. I was thinking of Chase. Chase is the one with the red skin. Uh, and yes, there is a familiar, uh, familiar figure there. More purple in places now. Mm. Quite a bit, of, a bit of red as well. Oh. Courage's jerkin has been torn open. His branching, his eyes are puffy and purple from repeated injury. His antler-like horns, both of them have been broken off. And you can see the many wounds where he has been stabbed with them. One of them is currently jammed into his thigh. Around him... 
Some at the edges of the room, some close by. There are a total of 13 figures. Twelve of them rough-looking men and women, most all human, actually. Um, with Each of them has pistols at their hip, but many of them have clubs or knives as well. And you can see in the very center, there is a, there is a blonde woman wearing leathers not dissimilar to the ones Hope wears, with uh, blue eyes and an expression of pure hatred. Her fists are bloody from repeated punching and she is just hitting courage again and again and again. She has a bandolier with three pistols on it as well. So disadvantage for anyone to spot you, Scamp, which yeah. for everyone makes that. So they have advantage because there's multiple people looking, but makes it any straight roll. As you reach the top of the stairs, it doesn't look like any of them have spotted you. Do I have to speak out loud to talk to friend? You can whisper. or you. In fact, you don't know, actually. You, you've never tried just subvocating. Can I try thinking to him? Okay, what do you say? Friend, can you untie him? I'll see what I can do. You Thank feel you. a presence leave you. Roll me a d20, please. Oh. Natural 20. Nice. Okay, so the position is... Um, yeah, so Chase is facing towards you, with Julia, her back is to you. Uh, actually, there's Courage, this, this, sorry. Sorry, courage. Courage is facing one as you wrong, wrong, uh, wrong one. Uh, courage is facing towards you, slightly at an angle with Julia, mostly back to you. They're at like a you know sixty degree angle, and um, so you can just make out the loops unbinding from the back of where Courage's hands are, uh, and some of the other ropes tying him to the chair. But he's not really responding except for occasional grunts and moans. You get the feeling he has been tortured here for some time now. The fact that he's even letting out any air is all that's telling you that Julia is not just beating a corpse. How many of us are there? There are five of you. There are 13 of them. Do you say that aloud? No, I'm just looking. Okay. <laughs> From where from where you are right now, Chase at the back hasn't yet been able to see this, but you can see Hope has drawn has one hand on her blackjack, one hand on the pistol, knuckles even whiter than usual. We can't walk away from this, do we? We've got to go in. Mm. Agreed. Of course, we can get some to... of them out. I'm whispering this, but obviously on yeah. microphone that's hard to do. So yeah, bear it. I 
you know, mentally think that I'm whispering this, yeah. but is there a way we can draw some of them out? 13's a lot. I can't think of a way. I can't think of anything. I just want to throw things at them. Julia <laughs> throws one heavy punch and... Uh, um, can I run out back? Okay, you're able... Very quickly. You start running out... Uh, uh, you like creep back out the back. Stairs. Yep. Um, um, and can I go... sort of out the front and do a thunder wave and then run away okay like run yeah. out front do a thunder wave run back around the back if that okay. makes sense on my guitar yeah like, so wow. you run out uh, up to the front <laughs> and all of uh, and about you can hear it 300 feet yeah you away, can hear so 300 feet away they can clearly hear it the uh, uh, and you can see the uh, the other uh, a number of the thugs and Julia look up. Sit. Looks like they're finally not. It looks like someone's coming to uh, come to see what's going on. She tra- draws out a rag and wipes off her fists. Pulls from her from her belt. You hadn't really been able to see it before. Uh, the. Sh- jagged ended piece of uh courage's other antler tosses it to one of the men who catches it she gestures to about half of the thugs you with me we have what we need now she glances over to the one with the antler kill the demon spawn and let's wipe out the rest and they uh, uh, and she strides off with the others in tow towards the way out of the cell the other way out of the cellar back up towards the uh, the, the pub well, as soon as she's out of the site I'm throwing an attack in yeah. okay yeah it's uh, taken a lot to not do it already yep yeah. so Celestia is currently running yeah. back up the and stairs actually, by the way as this is them. happening you can see the one the last one uh, like so the moment she's going up uh, the uh, one has stepped in front of the uh, in front of courage gripped him by the hair and is raising the dagger to just uh, not the dagger uh, the antler and hit that one <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna say bonus uh bonus uh stealth round everyone please roll initiative am i back enough to roll initiative? yeah i'm gonna say you're because you i'm bearing about i'm you, thinking that i ran you, down you, did you a thing, run in back. on your turn yeah i don't get a surprise but yeah no no you 16 so, initiative. So, 13 for me. Okay, 13 for Celestia, 16 for Corzin Scamp. Natural 20. Nice. 20 for Scamp. Okay, and Hope. Uh, bad luck, Hope. And uh, also Natural 20 for Chase, who actually has less than, uh, uh, slightly less Dex than you, so she goes after. And let's roll for the uh, roll for the Reynolds gang. Okay. With that in mind, Scamp, <laughs> you're up first. Um, second level chromatic orb and tides of chaos <laughs> at that guy, because fuck that guy. Oh yeah. 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 A uh, twenty-one to hit. Uh, that hits. Roll damage. Uh, I'm going to use fire. Uh, oh, that's a bit 
eyeballs. Uh, Twenty. Okay, he he grabs uh, courage by the hair, pulls his head back so his neck's exposed, and as he pulls the uh, antler up to stab courage in the neck, a an orb of flame uh, surges forth, drawing everyone's attention at this unexpected arrival, and it, it it billows out at the last moment, completely encapsulating him. And just a moment later, this charred cinder of a man uh, crumples to the ground. Awesome sauce. And I would like to go and stand over my friend who is very unwell. Yeah, you run (laughs) forwards to uh, to, uh, courage. Put myself between him and as many people as possible. Okay, yeah, they're all around the room. They're surrounding the room, the five that are still there. Um, but you just, uh, but at that point you just, yeah, they, you just hear them go, more of them. Chase, uh, you can just hear her suppressing a scream, just this low, (laughs) as she leaps forwards and by instinct, not bothering with, not using the pistol, she runs up to the nearest Reynolds and just pile drives him with her fists. Oh, wow. That was a natural twenty for the first oh, one. Yes, Chase. Uh, and the second one just hits. Oh, God, I hope she punches someone to death. Uh, uh, yeah, <laughs> she does. Uh, she it. smacks him in the gut with the first punch, and the second one strikes him across the jaw, jaw so hard you hear a crack, and he falls lifeless to the ground. Nice. Causing, you're up next. Okay, so that leaves four left, right? Yep. In the room. <laughs> in the room. Okay. Um, are any of them armed? All of them are armed. Right, okay, that uh, makes this uh, easier then. Um, Corson has a pistol in both hands, and um, he comes forward and uh, says, Walk away now. Last chance. Make an intimidation check. Okay. That is a 15. Okay, wisdom save. If this works, this is going to be amazing. He's two foot ten. They don't run, but they look terrified. Also, this is the surprise round. They can't run yet. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, you can see their eyes widen as they realise, oh fuck, the fury of hell itself has come for them. Corson is going to cock both of the um, uh, the uh, pistols and is going to hold the action to shoot two of them if they do anything other than leave. Okay. Nice. Uh, so that makes it Celestia next. Is this still the surprise round? Am I surprise back? rounds, you arrive just at the top of the stairs. Okay, so cool, the rest cool. of your movement. Um, I'm going to see what's going on. And... Um, quickly kick my heel up into my xylophone and give uh, courage a healing word. <laughs> it's not going to be much, but you know. It's not much. Uh, courage doesn't really move, but yeah, he's... Eight. Yeah, they, okay, that makes... It does 
but it seems that you do see some of the wounds seal a little bit some of the bruising slightly go down courage has been through a lot yeah, no. yeah. we don't need him um, to fight we need but him he's to not, not about die. to die <laughs> all right um who's the one that is looking like they might fight the most um there's one who's currently uh closest the one who's uh who's actually near the back uh by the uh, by the exits uh, of all of them and therefore the one who's not in right next to the two people who just got flat up uh, straight up killed uh looks like he you know he can see he's going for his gun i'm gonna say you need to step the fuck down or it'll be the last step you ever take and I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers at second level. Roll damage. Okay, also, uh, he does have he, to run away he from runs me away, his yes. action. Uh, let me check. I think it's 46, yep. If he's still alive, he has to run away anyway. Alright, 5, 6, 7... Ten, so not amazing, but his eyes widen. He's uh, he turns to run, and then just you just hear a <laughs> two flows of blood leak out of his ears, and he slumps to the ground. I look around at the others, like, "Go on, then." I don't say that, but that's the um, intent of the look. Hope, and I stand over courage. Who has still not been seen up to this point? Uh, you see, one of them turns away as if to run, and she just moves straight up behind him, slinking through the shadows with speed, and takes the leather sack full of ball bearings and strikes him right across the back of the head. He goes down like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> Appropriately. <laughs> Top of the round, it's Scamp. Okay. Um, how many of them still up? Uh, two are alive. One is probably unconscious. Um, I will twin a first level um, thingamajig chromatic orb. Because I'm really angry, so I'm just going to burn people. <laughs> I don't think we've seen Scamp properly angry before. Mm. This is scary. Moderately terrifying. Yeah. Ugh, that first one misses. That's a ten. Yeah. That does. That does just miss. Yeah. The second one. That's a twenty-four. That does hit. And it's fire again. Roll damage. Uh, eleven. He is smacked against the wall, his burning carcass slumping to the ground. So that's cool. The other one crashes into a beer keg, uh, which begins to leak onto the ground. Also, roll me a d100, because you are enraged. Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> please don't be a fireball. Oh, God. Uh, 48. It would be appropriate. <laughs> I mean, it would be. Yeah, but, like, courage will die. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're kidding me. Yep. There Again? is. You just hear this whinnying, and those of you still on the stairs pull to one side as 
careening, uh, galloping down the stairwell, this white-maned, horned horse charges into the fight and impales the last one through the chest. She lifts him up, casts him to one side, and he slumps to one ground. (laughs) She's, uh, the the, let's not be around the bush here, the unicorn stares you in the eyes scamp turns and lowers her horn to uh, to courage there is a flash or just this flare of brilliant white light and you just hear crunching and cracking sounds you can just see courage has multiple broken bones and you watch them set themselves in front of you when the when the light clears, and it's as it's just fading, Scamp, you can see the unicorn uh, staring at you, and you can almost hear not as words, but as an intention in your mind. Move quickly. This isn't over yet. And when the light clears, the unicorn is gone. I'd like to. Um... Uh, can I pick up? Are we the still in turns, or sorry? Yeah, we're we're, still turns. Turns. Uh, we're, we're, st- we're we're kind of out of turns at this point. There okay, are no I'd like to, um, left fighting. Pick up courage. Put a cloak over his head, and yeah, I don't know. Just sling him over my shoulder. He is he's, like not not sling him over my shoulder. Like pick him up. Like, yeah, just in my like arms, he seems physically so much restored, but he's shivering, just shaking. They, they, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. They, they tortured me for days. He looks up, and although there's no more physical injury to him, he he's still got an antler in his leg, hasn't he? Uh, the antler has seems to have come out as part of the. Can I pick up both the antlers? You pick please? up both of the antlers. The, the antlers on his head are still broken off, um, but he uh, he looks up to to chase. They, I'm sorry. They know where, they know where the compound is. We have, we have to, to get go. home. We'll run. Uh, I, I would like to throw a out lot out of, of fire bolts down as we leave, and burn the place to the yeah, ground. Okay, and yeah, as you do so, the you just you see the few kegs down here that, that are whiskey barrels and not uh, uh, not beer barrels, and you just. Immediately, the whole cellar begins to go up in flames uh, as you storm out. Courage is just about keeping up with you, but I've still got him. I think, haven't I? Yeah, yeah. He's you're you're kind of uh, holding him and sort of helping him along. Okay, cool. But like he, although he seems like his his injuries have been healed, but the exhaustion and privation of days of torture are still with him. To say nothing of the mental effects. Uh, he is not in a state to fight. I will say. I mean, that's a shocker. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But All he right, is able to keep pace with you. Yeah. Okay. I'll just pick him up if he gets too slow. Yeah. I will lead the way. I can lead the way fast. Okay. You run quickly. Uh, it seems that, but it seems like you, you're not the only person who knows the ins and outs of this uh, city. No. I didn't think I would be. By the time you get to the. Uh, about a street away from the uh, Grimani compound, you hear 
And as you race forwards, you can see where the front of uh, G3 Textiles uh, Merchants has the door has been blasted open by what appears to be a blunderbuss shot. Can you, you see anyone? Uh, not from there, but uh, the you can. But as you as you're running up uh, up towards the entrance, you can now hear the sound of gunshots coming from inside the warehouses. You right, let's move fast. Uh, <laughs> run. You chase for uh, you uh, you ru- uh, run forwards. Uh, okay, so this is where this uh, as you uh, as you burst into the warehouse itself. Uh, you find, let's see, it's a warehouse first of all. The warehouse is dark, although you can now see the glints of light coming from uh, f- from the windows uh, that normally shut it up uh, beyond. Uh, as you, who goes in, I, I even, I want to know who goes through the door first. I don't think I'd be at the front because I've got no. courage I leaning on I think I me. still am. I'm not stopping or thinking. Okay, no, scamp then. Uh, that's cocked. Uh, Cause I guess. bringing up the rear. Yeah. yeah, as you uh, scamp, as so maybe you, scamp hope. Yeah, scamp courage. Yeah, scamp. Chase it'll be s- yeah, it'll be scamp uh, chase then scamp chase hope Celestia Causin. Okay, so uh, as that's happening, scamp as you come uh, as you come up. I've still got my hood up, so I don't know if they're going to be struggling to see me still. Shit, you're right. Okay. Uh, I don't know. You're not. I'll say they need to make a ten then, because uh, you're. You know. You're. I'm not. You're trying not. To you're not trying, but you are still behooded and difficult to see. Okay, you can see then. Shit. Yeah, that hood is really worth it. The moment you step in, you can see there are two uh, of the thugs with pistols trained on the doorway. Just in the dark and everything, they don't seem to have noticed you the split second you enter. Uh, I will throw a firebolt at one of them. Okay, roll and attack roll. 19. That hits. Roll damage. Ugh, two. Okay. Oh, I just discharged it. Oh, I need to level up. <laughs> the, uh, the damage goes up next level. The uh, the fireball catches in the shoulder and goes, Ah, oh, shit, there's more of them behind! Uh, okay, now I'd like everyone to roll initiative again, please. Okay. Yep. Oh, God, please make this good. Oh, it's not good. Uh, 15. 15. Oh, 15 from... Oh, you, hey. You're definitely first, though, mate, yep. because you've got higher decks. So okay. 15 causing, 15 Celestia. Uh, eight was that? Yeah. Okay, eight scamp. Let's do one for courage. Is hanging back. He's not in a state to fight. Uh, Good. Yeah. So it's uh, seven for hope. Chase. Chase is even worse. Okay. And then let's find out when, when the Reynolds fight. Okay. Okay. With that in mind, then, uh, Causin, you're up first. You've just seen you've just seen uh, Scamp fire the firebolt in. The doors are wide enough for you to get in as well. All right. Um, if there's two guys there, I'm going to try and headshot both of them. Okay. You nice. pull in and just give me two attack rolls, please. <coughs> Okay, the first one is 21. 
Okay. Nice. Uh, that hits. Roll damage. Uh, that's uh, five percussive. Okay, you. It's a it's a solid chest shot, but it it catches a rib, uh, and although you hear the satisfying crack, it's not enough to put him out of commission immediately. Second okay, shot. The other one. And the other guy as well. So, oh, that's uh, the seventeen. That hits. Roll damage. Uh, that is seven percussive. It's a, it's a good, it's a solid shot, and you crack him in the shoulder, and you hear, oh fuck! But it's not enough to take him down. Uh, Celestia, you're up next. Okay, um, I am going to scrape my nails down a nearby wall, and I'm going to go get the fuck out of this house, and I'm going to cast um, dissonant whispers. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go for level one this time. Which one are you targeting, lefty uh, or righty? The more injured one. They're both equally injured, so lefty. Um, lefty. We'll see. Okay, give me uh, damage, please. <laughs> yeah, that's that's not a success. Good. Uh, oh, that's good. Um, so sixteen. He suddenly, you see him turn. His hand twists, and it, the gun turns round and fires. He just slumps to the ground. I do not flinch. Yeah, no. Uh, okay. One act of very assisted suicide later. Uh, oh. the, the other one, seeing what the fuck has just happened, is going to go for the magic user, I think, in this situation, who just uh, called him, uh, and he just he's going to fire a, a shot at you, Celestia. That is a 14. God, that, that is my armor class. That means it hits, doesn't it? That means yeah, it hits yeah. in this edition. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, so it's a glancing shot, however. You only, you take two points of damage uh, as it just grazes your arm. I glare at him. Oh, fuck. He runs uh, through the far door uh, into the central courtyard. Yeah, I say under my breath, yeah, you better fucking run. Uh, you hear the sound of more gunshots from within uh, the uh, the uh, warehouse, and now that you look, uh, you can hear just you can hear the sound of crackling through the shuttered win uh, through the painted over shuttered windows. You can see glints of red and yellow from inside these uh, uh, from inside as well. Uh, okay, that makes it scamp next. Okay. Um... Can I? Oh, there's no one left in this room. There's no there? one left in this where in this room. You have enough movement to get uh, to the door uh, to get to the now open door to the central courtyard. Okay, I will do that. <laughs> okay, running into the central courtyard, uh, there is a an out and out gunfight in progress. The uh, central chamber has a, as mentioned before, it has the artificial stream with the koi pond uh, stretching across it, the little uh, bridge in the middle. There are also planters with trees uh, uh, and such scattered around, and there's a sort of false colonnade in places. There's a little gazebo in one corner with a swing. One, the part of the western wall 
and the attached warehouse is now on fire. You can see where someone has just hurled a Molotov cocktail straight into the wooden walls there uh, to set it ablaze. Uh, you can see... Uh, you can see that the there is a door at the at the door at the far at the northern end. Uh, it leads into the Grimani house. Uh, on the southern end, there is a door which you are now standing at, Scamp, uh, leading into the entryway. You can see now Mordecai is taking cover behind the gazebo uh, and has a pistol himself. Uh, he is fire. Uh, he seems to be firing back at uh, various Reynolds who are taking some of uh, there are six well now seven Reynolds here it seems they picked up another couple while they were up top uh, that you can see of just general Reynolds gang members uh, some of them are hiding behind trees others are more uh, standing openly or running across trying to fight their way towards the central, uh, to, towards the far end. Some of them have pistols. Two of them have Molot lit Molotov's cocktails uh, in their hands. Uh, but you can also see hiding behind, uh, taking shelter behind a pillar in such a way that they have a bit of cover both from the southern and the northern door is Julia Reynolds um, firing... Uh, pistol in either hand another one in her holster um there's you can just see that the northern door is slightly ajar and uh, uh and it looks like uh justice is there firing back uh, with a pistol as well everything is a mess what would you like to do scamp um so I've got a clear line of sight on Julia. Uh, you have an obscured line of sight. She has cover if it makes a difference, but otherwise, yes. Well, yeah, probably. Um, can I move so that she's got less cover? Or have I run out of movement? Uh, you're out of movement there. You've got, you've got to the entryway, and that's as far as you can get on this round. Balls. I don't want to waste a good spell if I can't get round it. Um... Cinema. Um, I will sort of it's phantasmal force, Julia, because that is not based on cover. Okay. Intelligence saver. Yes. That's a fifteen. Um, I think that's the DC. That is your save, I'm yes, afraid. That's my save. Shit. Strange. You you can just see the outlines of phantasms appearing around her, and you see her shake her head and curse. Fucking demon magic. She seems able to disbelieve it. Yeah, okay, hope. I've got nothing as a bonus action. Okay, hope is next. Uh, she runs up next to you, and. Yeah, no, she's just going to pull out the pistol, take a shot at the near at the one uh, member, at the already injured uh, yeah, uh, member of the Reynolds uh, family. Uh, that was cops. That hits, and yeah, no, she shoots him dead in the back, and he slumps down, splashing into the koi pond. Uh, okay. Bad for the fish. Yeah. 
Chase runs forward and she is she just charges screaming into the nearest Reynolds. Uh, she is just going to tr- she misses with her first uh, hook but with the second one manages to catch him across the shoulder staggering him a little bit however she's now qu- quite openly in view of the rest of the Reynolds and uh, he's still up top of the round Julia uh, uh, it's Julia's turn and she turns the two pistols uh, on seeing Chase uh, arrive turns them onto her and but she's calling out to the uh, to, uh, to the door show yourselves monsters show yourselves another courage you didn't have 10 years ago and she fires twice two of the pistols at uh, chase uh, one of the piss, uh, uh, one of them jams. She tosses it to the side. The second one, that's not enough. But she has. She's going to burn a superiority die uh, to make sure that one actually hits. Okay. The second, uh, her second shot uh, strikes uh, Chase, uh, dealing a total of. Double check that. Yeah, dealing a total of seven points of damage. So Chase, thanks, is actually relatively fine. But she pulls a third pistol from the bandolier, fires that as well, and that one does uh, easily strike. She's does the Bonanis have hellish rebuke? Uh, They do, and in fact, uh, and indeed, as the second, uh, as the first shot strikes, uh, Chase screams out. Not today! And there is a burst of flame around Julia, uh, who, yeah, Julia fails that. Nine. 3d10, isn't it? Yep, she takes 15 points of damage as flames curl up around her. Uh, Yep. So, uh, however, these. Uh, that the third one does hit, however, and Chase takes another six points of damage from the gunshot. Um, the at that point, Julia is going to move, hopping across the koi pond or to a tree, uh, to sorry, to a pillar uh, closer towards the gazebo. Uh, the at that point, uh, however, at this point, the door to the north opens, and you can see Justice holsters. Uh, Justice has the pistol in one hand; in the other, he has a long seaman's saber. I am sorry for what was done to you, but I had to protect my family. Uh, and he charges forwards, fires one shot at Julia uh, as he goes out, misses, but then hacks twice with the sabre at her. First one hits, second one she ducks out of the way of. 
that's enough there. Uh, so she takes another six. She takes another six points of damage. Still up. This woman seems to be fueled by vengeance. Causing. You're up next. Okay, you mentioned that uh, two of the Reynolds had lit, but not yet thrown um, yes. Molotov cocktails. He is going to attempt to shoot both of these so they explode in their hands. Okay, you run up towards them and uh, fire. Uh, 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 yeah, you run up to the entryway as far as you can get and fire. Give me two attack rolls, please. Okay. That is a 19. That and hits. And a uh, 24. Okay, both of them hit. Can I ask you to roll me uh, 1d6 plus 1 twice, please? 1d6 plus Because you are striking the Molotovs. Okay, that's 4. Okay. And 7. Ooh, okay. Uh, the Molotovs explode and both of them are covered in flaming oil. Ah! 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 Uh, yep, that hit. Does uh, it continue burning? They, it does continue burning until they roll and put it out. Okay, uh, okay so that makes it Celestia's turn. How many Reynolds left? Uh, there are two on fire. There are four not on fire uh, with guns. Uh, and of course, there is Julia. Um, right. Is there a point where I could get, you know, more than one of them in a fifteen-foot cube without getting any Grimani's in? You can get. Th- uh, I'm going to say you can get three of them, including one of the flaming ones, in a fifteen-foot cube. Okay, cool. I'm going to uh, run into that position. Yeah, no guitar, nothing, just ah! And I'm going to do a second level thunder wave. Okay, yeah, you just uh, fucking death uh, scream, uh, death metal scream at them. (laughs) Yeah, one of them. Let me just check the damage on that because it's second level. Uh, Yeah, that's 3d8, okay. And they do a con save. Hmm. That's shit. Fuck it. All four, three of them fail the concept. I mean, it's eight nice. damage. Okay, uh, it's enough to slay the one that was already on fire as he is uh, as he is thrown into one of the uh, edges of the warehouse and slaps from the impact. Uh, the other two are thrown away from the uh, thunder blast, uh, but they manage to pick themselves back up. Okay. Um, let me think if I want to do anything with a bonus action before I um, I'm going to look at Scamp and go burn the fuckers to the ground and give them inspiration okay the Reynolds go next one of them you see one of them in the centre steps forwards pulls his gun trains it on you Celestia as he does so, you look up and you notice one of the windows in the upper levels pulls open slightly and you see the figure of the tiny uh, horn, uh, nubby-horned figure of wisdom there and she seems to whisper something and you glance around and you notice dotted around this, uh, this garden are lumps of antimony, 
pieces of molybdenum carefully sculpted elements and you see and you watch as a spark flares into being on the uh, on the pouch full of gunpowder at his belt <coughs> it goes off and already damaged uh, injured by the thunder wave he is thrown to the side and slumps lifeless into the uh, into the koi pond. I think we're an approving look. However, the others are... Okay, one of them, the one that is on fire, hurls himself into the koi pond, uh, putting the fire out. Uh, which... Uh, mm, with water there, that's actually movement. Doesn't really require a full action, unfortunately, because he, he's not having to do that. So he pokes himself back up. Okay, they're going to pick some targets. Um, seeing the current situation in place, uh, that's actually a fair point. Uh, I nearly forgot about Mordecai. Mordecai fires, uh, but misses, uh, from his position. One of the Reynolds is going to fire on Corzin. That's a natural 17. Yep. Uh, Corzin, you take, uh, nine points of percussive damage. Okay. Uh, Two of the surviving Reynolds are going to fire on Celestia. Natural 19, natural 2, one of them hits. Mm -hmm. You take 11 points of damage. Uh, And the last one, seeing what just happened, is going to fire on Scamp. Okay, Okay, his gun jams and he's forced to throw it to one side. Uh, He draws the long knife at his belt instead. Speaking of which, uh, it's Scamp's go. Right, um, I want to head towards the house. Okay, you can get, um, with your movement, you can get as far as the, uh, koi, uh, as the koi pond bridge, so halfway across. Okay, um, is there any point on that journey that I can get a clear shot at Julia? She's, she's got... She's got half cover, like, from most of the way. You'd have to go into the corner uh, to w- more directly towards her, and that wouldn't bring you closer to the house. No, never mind, I'll shoot her anyway. Okay, um, okay so going to twin a chromatic orb and Tides of Chaos, the one against her. Okay. Who's the other one against? Um, is anyone... Injured. Uh, almost all of the Reynolds in the in the building are now injured. Um, whoever would have a clear shot on wisdom. Okay. Uh, probably. I mean, almost all of them, uh, apart from the one who has a knife. So up to you. There are two very injured ones. There is one not injured one. I'll go for the not so injured one. Let's okay. Well, your attack. Okay. So the one against Julia is a natural twenty. Yes. And the one against the other guy is a natural one. Ah. Shit. Okay. Uh, That's a very up and down round. Yeah, give... He's in the centre. Give me a d4, please. Uh, Three. It's fire again. Um, okay. I'm hoping the Grimanis are resistant. Roll me, a d- uh, roll me the damage for the second one first. Um, oh jeez, 16. Celestia, you take 16 points of fire damage. I'm down. I'm balls. <laughs> Ow. Sorry. Okay, however, the one against Julia. 
It's not as good damage. Um, it's a nine, but it was a natural 20. I can't remember. Does spell damage on these occasions double? That's it. I think, I think so. it, when you roll to hit, it If doubles. you roll to hit, it does, so that's 18. Cool. Anything you roll to hit doubles. Yeah, on yeah. Okay, so it catches her dead in the chest and she screams from the flames. But, yeah, despite as she pats the fire out on uh, her thick coat, you can see that, yeah, whether or not she should just be dead from the injuries she's been taking, something is driving Julia forwards. Um, Hope is next. Hope is going to get up to... uh, is going to take a shot at one of the more injured ones. She hits... Okay, she drops the one that just put himself out of, of being on fire with her gunshot. Chase is going to lumber over towards the one with the knife. And with a pair of well-placed hits, just punches him to the ground and then steps on his ribcage. There is a crunching and a screaming followed by a kick to the face that silences him. Um, top of the round, it's Julia. Despite the fact that she is right next to uh, to to Justice, she's still firing. She's a futurizer to fire at close range without disadvantage. Uh, and she uh, and she snarls at him. Uh, so first shot with the pistols, uh, which she's reloaded her two pistol, strikes him in the hand. With these, uh, with the sword, uh, which means he has to. Okay, well, first of all, she does uh, twenty points of damage. Oh. Mm, to yeah, who? To justice. To justice. And he has to make a strength saving throw, uh, which he just manages to make. He doesn't drop the uh, the long sword. Uh, she. She's not done, however. She's going to fire the second one uh, in the same place, further up the arm. That one uh, would miss, but she's going to make. She's going to spend a superior one of her few superiority dice, which is just enough. That makes it a hit. She is determined uh, to kill Justice. Uh, and that makes it another eight points of damage. Justice is not looking great right now. But he's still up. He's still up, and she snarls at him. I was the, there. I hid beneath the floorboard so you couldn't find me. But I saw you. I saw you butcher all my family. And I swore one day I'd come for you. Justice uh, to, uh, raises the blade. And strikes down at her twice. Once. Twice. He he slashes her twice across the chest and kicks her, knocking her back onto the ground. For what it is worth, there is not a day that goes by that I regret this but the cycle of vengeance carries on until everyone on one side is dead 
Cousin. All right. Um, there's only one other. There's two, other two of the up. yeah Reynolds left. All right. If I were to position myself correctly, would I be able to get them in a uh, uh, a fifteen foot arc? No, they're too spread out. The bus. All right. Never mind then. Um, you could walk right up next to one of them, though, uh, <laughs> and get him in a five-foot arc, as it were. Could do, but no. I think what I ha uh, what I'm going to do is I am going to position myself between them and Celestia and attempt to uh, shoot both of them again. Okay, go for it. Right. Okay, that's a 19 to hit. Mm -hmm. That hits. Roll damage. Ooh, 14 percussive. And the, roll the second attack and damage? Oh, yeah. damage if it hits. Uh, that's... Uh, oh, that, uh, 18. Hits. Roll hit. damage. That's uh, 7 percussive. Okay, one of them you blow his brains out uh, with a right shot, the other one you shoot him in the knee and he goes da down to one leg. But he's still up, still has his gun. Okay. Celestia. I mean, I'm death save. Shoot. Death save. Because I'm down, so. Yeah. Alright, it's a success. Okay. Um, attack roll for Mordecai. Okay, Mordecai manages to shoot the last shoots the last Reynold, and he uh, uh, in the chest he goes down. Scamp. Julia is. Celestia? You can get to Celestia. Julia is on the ground in front of Justice. She is. Or looks to be on the verge of death, and you can see that Justice is standing over her, face shadowed from the flames to the side, uh, licking their way up the side of the warehouse walls and is just gripping the blade. Shit. Oh, I don't want him to kill her, but I so want to kill her. <laughs> up to you, Scamp. It's all up to you. Why would you say that? <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, I can't leave Celestia, though. Um, I will run to Celestia and use the statue. Okay. You run over to Celestia. Uh, so you roll 1d8 plus 5. So that's plus 5, is it? I think it's plus 5 with the statue. I've yeah. got plus 2 on my Oh, sorry, down. plus 2 then. <laughs> 9. Okay, so that's 2. You can uh, and I'm going to shout to Justice. You're not a monster. They are. Don't, don't be a monster. I want to... <laughs> I burnt their house to the ground and it didn't make me feel better. This won't help. Make a persuasion check with advantage. Um, persuasion 18 
Okay. Hope and Chase are now standing, just halting for a moment, unsure what to do. Julia acts a moment before justice can. Raises a pistol. It jams. Throws it to the side. Raises her last, pulls up her last pistol at the same time though. Fires. Hits. Just going to spend a last superior to die on this as well. Does a total of 13 points of damage to Justice, firing and just shooting him. Just the, the, the shot seems to hit him dead in the chest and he staggers for a moment. Reaches down, grabs her by the scruff of the neck, pulls her up. Raises the blade and then seems to just hesitate for a moment before he lets the blade fall, closes his fist, and smacks her right in the nose. The nose breaks and she slumps to the ground. Shit. We need to put this fire out. I will do that. Are all the others down? All the, other all the others down. Okay. Frostbite on everything. Okay, give me an arcana check, Are we please. still in initiative? We're not in initiative. We're okay, out of initiative. Can I do prestidigitation and start snuffing out fires as okay, well, Okay, you start trying to snuff out fires with prestidigitation. Okay, in which case... Arcana, that's uh, only a 12. Uh, you can make it with an advantage. Celestia is helping you. Okay. Uh, that is not any better. Okay. Cosm will do what he can, but you're start, you're starting to get su you're tr you're doing your best. You you get some of the fires out, but in the Is very centre. Okay, if it's not working, I'm going to throw the snow globe. Okay, okay. <sighs> you uh, as you see, as you pull out the globe, every, uh, those uh, do any of you want to shout anything? Nope. I don't think uh, so. This could go really badly wrong. Okay, I'm going to quick wisdom check. Okay, yeah, the, the Grimanis are smart enough to see what's happening. They hurl themselves away from you and the fire, and you fling the globe at the, uh, at the wall. As it strikes it, you see it shatter, and a blizzard bursts forth. Uh, just this whirling torrent of air and snow and ice covering the, uh, the walls, covering the ground, Everything seems it is it is just blasted with ice and ja and jagged shards and frost, uh, and Celestia and Corzin, you can see something emerge in the centre of it. What looks almost like uh, like like a creature made of icicles, stretching its arms as if it's stretching from long confinement cricking its neck and then sailing up into the sky and with it the blizzard seems to sweep upwards into the air and float away it's a storm until it vanishes into the ether oh, that's not good. what in the name of the regent was that uh, that is very, it was really not good the fire is gone I want to run upstairs and find wisdom as soon as I can. 
and you do so. Uh, Wisdom is holding tight against Lilith. Both of them are shaking, but they're already making their way down the stairs. Courage. You alright? I'm fine. Courage. Did did you find him? We found him. He's fine. Well, he's not fine, but he will be. She looks terrified. Lilith, you can see, is doing her best to just hold whatever she's feeling in, just being brave. That's good. That's good. Come on. Let's let's get down and see the others. There's no one inside. There's no one inside no. now. Okay. Everyone else is out. Everyone is now left. Is now into the centre of the courtyard. The fires are gone, and everyone is now gathered around around Julia. I'd like to tie it up, please. Okay reach down and you begin the process of just binding her tightly with the rope you have more tightly than necessary very tightly with the rope you have make give me a uh, dexterity check please okay. um that's a 15 okay with little assistance from Corzin, who is very used to working with ropes, uh, you are able to tie her very securely up. I feel like I've made life more complicated. It might be simpler if she was dead. Revenge is a tide of blood. It may pull out for a time. But it will always come back in. That scamp is what I always believed. Justice stares down at the uh, at the trust form of Julia Reynolds. I thought I could end the cycle by butchering everyone who might come back for me or my family. He looks over and you can see Courage is now sitting back against the wall, arms folded, just curled up, shivering and staring with a mixture of fear and hatred at Julia. They want her to die. They want to put me. I want to take one of the antlers she broke from me and jam it into her neck. I think I'm still holding those. <laughs> um, I wouldn't recommend it. He seems, he nods a little, but he's just half in himself, half fixated on the bound woman. Hope stares down at her with something strange in her eyes. 
don't want to kill her. I, I remember what it was like ten years ago and I don't, I don't want to kill people. How many, <laughs> she gestures around at the, at the bodies of the dead Reynolds gang members. How many of them had family? How many wives, husbands, children? Will we hunt them down again this time? I don't know what to do. Neither do I. They're not going to stop hating us just magically because we because we spared her life that's not going to change how she feels she's going to wake up and want to kill us all I don't think we can ever change that Is causing around? Oh yeah, you are all just... here. You are all here. Right. She's not going to stop hating you, no. But one thing she's not going to be able to ignore is the fact that you showed her mercy when you had every reason not to. It'll make us. She'll hate us more for it. I don't know what people will like. Something they hate shows them kindness. It gives them another reason to resent and hate. It won't help. I can do it if you'd like. I could take her into the room. You don't even have to see it. You'd all be safe. But we'd have allowed it. That doesn't... If we make that decision, then we're the ones who have to do it. Well... The only thing uh, for otherwise is load her on a cart, send her out of the town, but then she's going to be out there. She's not stupid. She'll wake up in about four hours. Yep. And then she'll come back. Yeah. It's not hard to come back to a fucking town, is it? Well, or else not put her on a boat out to sea. On a boat. Yes. She still knows about this place. I don't suppose you've got any uh, magical way of making her forget? Nah. Yeah, I could burn her brain out. That would do it. Um, <laughs> nothing non-lethal. Nah, I can make her explode, but I can't just, you know, wipe her and keep her alive. And it's ten years of hate. You can't erase that. Before too long ago, she didn't know where this place was. That was all I was thinking. Not how it works. How you make someone forget is you kill them. That's all I know. 
Cassandra over to the watch. Oh yeah, us handing her over to the watch. We just burned down a pub. They don't need to know about that. They'll put her away for a good long time. She kidnapped and tortured a person. She kidnapped and tortured a tiefling. The watch don't give a fucking shit. About this. No, they do not. Also, in order to tell them that she did that, we'd have to tell them about all of you. So, then we have two problems. They don't even know you're here, do they? Quite rightly. Brass Lantern would be gone, everything would be gone if we told them. You see uh, Mordecai and Justice both nod slowly. What about the sculptor? What would his attitude towards this sort of behaviour be? Is this, is this allowed? Justice thinks, seems to think for a moment. Strictly speaking, both of us are on our work beneath the sculptor. For them to do this officially, they would need his permission. I sense he would not, perhaps not have given it and, well, the sculptor's way of getting... to come after children. They came here to kill everyone. He didn't People seem like the sort of involved. guy who'd give a shit to me. No. I don't know. The sculptor has a way of getting rid of people without killing them, but I, I don't think that's, that's much the better. Same thing. I could just end this for you. I could end it with a word. No, if she dies, we we do it. The one who delivers the sentence, delivers the... The judge carries the axe. It's how it has to be. It's right. If it was just me in this room, the sentence had already been delivered. I think we've all been the monsters they think we are at points, but we've got to be better than that. Otherwise, what's the point? She'll come back. I know. And she won't stop. If you move, she'll find you. She's the type, I've seen it. I don't care if she comes after me, it's... Everyone else. <laughs> when I said you, I meant everyone. Yeah, I know, but that would be simpler. If she just came after me, I could handle it. She comes back, we fight, and then she might get killed, but... But who else gets killed in the process? I don't know. I don't give a shit about her. I don't want any of the people in this room dead. Wisdom. Let me do it, then it's on me. No. Wisdom. This is as much on any of us, then. Standing by and letting it happen is the same as doing it yourself. I agree, says Wisdom. Maybe one day she comes back. 
Depending on whether we, if we put her on the boat, it could be a long time away, but maybe one day she will. But all of this started because we tried to... to be monsters, so people wouldn't hunt us. I don't... I don't want her to die. I don't want anyone to die. We find a boat, we pay someone a lot of money to keep her locked up until they get somewhere and then they can let her out. And yes, she might come back, but... Find somewhere, uh, a boat headed somewhere like Pharaoh's. A long, long way away. Preferably someone who won't tell her where it's going either. Well, that means you all have things. to move. You can't stay here if someone knows. Is she it's the only one who knows? Me. It will give you time. We don't know who else knows. Courage speaks up. The um, ones who are in the basement when they attack, uh, when you you came in, they were they were the ones who were there when they got the knowledge out of me. They'd on, I'd only finally spoken an hour before. They were just trying to get the rage out before they finished me off. So yes, right. she's probably the last person. I'm not sure probably is good enough. What if they... All she has to have done is tell one person as she left the bar. But one person? I mean, how many uh, other members of the Reynolds family are there? Justice kind of looks around. From what there I understand, were, you kind of made them rare. There were a total of uh, six others from, uh, from I. All the ones at the pub are dead. You think about that. Ah, in which case, um, yes, I don't. I think the last member of the Reynolds gang would be right here. Well, then I say, you put her on her boat, and then you make your own decisions. But. For as long as we are together in this, you can count on my protection. Very well then. A lot of you have more than earned it. Corzin, you say for the boat. Celestia, you would argue to end this now. Scamp. You are one of us. What do you suggest then? You're not killers. I mean, you've killed, but that doesn't make you killers. You kill her now, you will be. 
Justice nods slowly. Then so be it. We'll put her into... Come, put her into the cart. There is, I believe, a ship leaving for Eastern Haldanos. And we have some money. We can make sure they don't take the chains off until she gets halfway across the world. That should buy us some time. We have money, don't worry. For this. You and the rest of the Grimanis. Justice Aquat produces some manacles and chains that seem a little rusty from disuse, but sturdy enough. They pile, they clamp Julia up in them, cut, put her into a wheelbarrow, cover it, and with Justice hooded and the rest of them cloaked, they Wisdom and Lilith remain behind, but the rest of the Grimanis follow you out to the docks where, after a certain amount of hushed negotiation and the exchange of a sizable portion of coin, a black-moustached, orangish-skinned hobgoblin captain nods slowly, takes on his new prisoner, and agrees to let her free once they get a good thousand miles past Hongguao. You stay and you watch as the ship does actually leave that night, taking advantage of the tides, and stare into the distance as the last of the Reynolds departs. Um, I would like to turn to Scamp and Cause in and say, um, I think I've been wrong about a lot of people. The way people up here are wrong about tieflings. I think I've been told the wrong things, and I think... I think I'm wrong a lot. And I think I need you to tell me when I am. Because I don't want to be those people. You're not. You've already made the decision. But we will. There's tell a lot of things you, I don't uh, know. You're wrong. There's a lot of things that I was brought up with that I think are wrong, but I don't know which ones yet, and I'm, I'm going to need help. Ignorance is not a sin. No. That's one of the things I've found, actually, is... Trite though it is, travel does uh, broaden the mind. <laughs> but anyway, I think... Difficult a decision though it was, you made the right call here. In that, I am inclined to agree. 
We will have some time, some months to prepare. It is a long journey to the far side of Aldanos and a long journey back, longer most likely. There will be time to get our affairs in order, sell what we must, make preparations, and if we must move to save who we are, then we will. He looks back at the city, and you can tell that he is looking back over towards where Wisdom is. But we will strive to be better, to find a better future. One where one day perhaps we are not thought of as monsters and we don't have to be. Thank you, Scamp. Thank you, all of you. I can help fix the house. That will be welcome. They are very good at fixing things. And I've got a book that might help protect the place if Wisdom can use it. I am sure that with time she will be able to. You saved my son. I don't know if when when you leave this place, we will ever meet again. But know that the Gramanis are always in your debt. No, you're not. It's family. Family doesn't do debt. He kneels down and embraces his camp. Just gonna cry a lot. Cousin sort of uh, put puts a hand on their either their their back or their shoulder, whichever he can reach. I'd like to put my hand on their other shoulder. Wherever you go, my eyes with the other hand. Wherever we go, know that you will always have a home with us. Thank you. Not had one of those before. It's long past time then. I look at Scamp and I go, well, you've got two now then. <laughs> and as you embrace... I am... Um, as a... Courage kind of straightens up. Um, not courage. Justice. Justice, sorry. Hmm. I give him uh, my, se- my second bottle of whiskey that I haven't got into yet and say give this to Courage, tell him it gets better. <laughs> I will tell him. And as the three of you and the remaining Grimanis stand and look out to the horizon, to the sails of the Aldanic ship, contemplating what future will bring. I think it's time to bring this episode to a close. 
Thank you all very much for playing. Thank you all very much for listening. And from all of us here at Flintlocks and Fireballs, a farewell, fair seas, and natural twenties. Fire for fire burns in revenge. This bloodstained cycle never ends. We don't have to play that part Forgive the darkness in your heart So gather your muskets, gather your spears We'll plunder the shores of Calcineer No kraken storm or spell we fear So come and sail with us, my dear